0: We got our own clicker, strong clicker. clicker, a clicker, clicker, clicker. Can you respect?
1: Welcome to Lake Leaka Podcast, episode 67. And we have a very special guest tonight. You want to introduce yourself?
2: Oh well, yes. <laughs> okay. So yeah, my name is Zero Elvu, and I use the last part Elvu, and El meaning the, Vu meaning the book, gotten from the Kichemaya, Maya Popol Vu, and that was like my greatest art piece. Is um like four projects, you know, two two full albums, and two EPs.
3: Didn't you mean the book of truth, um the book or pop- something like that.
2: The Popol Vu. Mm-hmm. The Bopal Vuh translate into, is, it's the um, good counsel book. Mm-hmm. 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 So, and then you go, okay, well, it's like the Bible. You know, I'm going to read it and I'm um, going to understand it. But that book is a metaphor for constellations and positions. And when those positions happened, these stories came to earth.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's not just as simple as, oh yeah, look at the rules. Mm-hmm. No, it's opening your body and mind, connecting with the earth that you live on and looking straight up into the sky and putting your footprint in those stars.
4: Yeah. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. Now, nice. you
1: seem
2: like a very deep,
1: deep thinker. And then what, what, what made you chose this uh, avenue, this, uh, this genre of music to spread your message or to um, express your message? Hip-hop? Yeah. Music?
2: Um, I I was telling the brothers I used to be in a rock band. I used to be a singer, right? I thought I was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I was really young, but, you know. How old were you? I was uh, 17. So, you know, getting my first experience about Mm. what it's like to be a recording artist. And so, I do this band and then I got like, but but I wrote these poems when I was like 14. I'm performing mm-hmm. them at 17, but I wrote this when I was 14. It's like I don't really want to like. So, you know, some guy leaves a Bob Marley tape at my friend's house, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm being long-winded about this simple no, question. No, 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 no please. That's why you're on a but podcast. It's yeah, long yeah. form. <laughs> but I, I swear to you, it's gonna have a point of why I'm in a hip hop artist. No, they so, do it, man. So, guy leaves a Bob Marley tape. I'm into like um, the Cure and carous- uh Kara Q music, mm-hmm. right? Back then, I was yeah. a kid. And so, you know, I go "What's this tape, put in tape in, tape, that's how old it is. <laughs> I put the tape in, right? And I listen to it, I'm super stoned, and I'm like, huh? You could write about this? You could write about how you don't like this, you don't like about, well, you don't like about God, you could write about that. You, what well, you don't like about the system, you could write about, th- I didn't know you could write about it. Like, for some reason, internally, I didn't put together my art as being a weapon of expression. It was more like, how cool can I be Mm -hmm. to write this song and look how famous Mm -hmm. I can get and you know, the aspirations of a young man. And so, but when I put it together, when I went, fuck, you can write about the way you feel, about what's happening to you, like the cop that just pulled me over and la la la. So then, you know, I start, I grow dreads and I go, we're going to be a reggae band now. So (laughs) the the lead singer for Quinto Sol, um, you know, goes, okay, cool. And, you know, we had Martin and the foundation was there. And so that really inspired Robert from Quinto Sol to start writing some really profound songs. And they were so profound that it intimidated me. I didn't want to. I didn't feel like I could write those songs and sing it that way. And I just... So the the illusion of being a singer started disappearing, but at the same time I started listening to Karis One, BDP, Public Enemy, and there was still a platform where I can express myself through, you know, word, but not maybe singing, but as a poet, maybe, Mm -hmm. or or a hip-hop artist, Mm -hmm. that's what I am, a hip-hop artist, and so that's how I became a hip-hop
5: artist. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Wow.
2: And I said, well, this is the vehicle I'm going to use to do what Bob Marley did, Mm -hmm. but not like Bob Marley. Like, I don't have to have dreads. I don't have to think I'm from Africa. I'm going to tell our story Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. way. That's how I became a hip-hop artist.
3: That's dope. That's beautiful.
2: How long have you been doing it? Um, I wrote my first, um, well, I I put out my first record, uh, a hip-hop record in 1999. It's wow. called the Calpuli record. And that was more of an executive and and, uh, and a a traditional producer. In other words, um getting the musicians in place. Maybe not um what people think today is a producer where they oh I made all the beats. Mm. That's a producer. Mm-hmm. For me, like if I come from the school of like Led Zeppelin or any of the doors, any of the classic, um they had a producer, they had somebody review, reviewing their music and, and guiding their their story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of producer I was for Calpuli, And I felt like I accomplished this um, first step into this hip hop world, you know, yeah. with that, and it was a very, very aggressive, militant um, project. The guys that rapped on it were very, very angry people. And, <laughs> and they had a right to be, I understand mm-hmm. that now, you know, mm-hmm. then it was kind of like, Whoa, it's really like, whoa. <laughs> you know, it was just like, wow. you know, I, I didn't like to say that I wanted to hurt anybody got you (laughs) and especially because they're white you know but now as a genocide survivor i'm not saying that i want i feel or want to hurt anybody Mm -hmm. but i can understand how someone can get to that point and and say that
3: Mm -hmm. yeah i think it was like the sign of the times back in those days when they had hard rock groups and they were spitting their you know just their it's all their anger coming out, manifested right. in words like "Rage Against the Machine" or mm. "Cypress Hill" or "Public Enemy." It was that, um, you know. What did they call it? The you know the mind state. It was knowledge of self era. Right. And a lot right. of it was like political, and you know, like I don't want to say it was racial, but I think it was the movement. You know, and we we're we were starting to identify that.
1: And it's going back to like even like 1979. Uh with uh in the D C movement with the bad with the bad brains. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean they were like one of like the first like political mm-hmm. not I wouldn't say the first, but like as far as like racial goes, mm-hmm. they were like one of the first like political bands out there. Yeah. That mm-hmm. were doing it that way when they had that certain message. Yeah. In a in a in a music that was predominantly white I, I hate to say the black and white thing i don't i don't like that i don't like to use that it's a
3: thing though but but you it's know a, it, th- it's that was industry. a industry
1: it was an industry like in the, you heard like songs like banned from dc mm-hmm. and um, it, those it very politically charged like no nobody else in that genre in a in a genre full of political music they were like the most political act mm-hmm. you know and that's 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 what i respect them the most that's why they were one of my favorite bands
3: yeah, that's badass. And like you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Bob Marley and KRS. Mm-hmm. Even KRS has a song called "Oh Yeah, where he mentions, you know, I, I've been to the planet before. I was Bob Marley and I mm-hmm. was Malcolm X. Now oh, yeah. I'm on the planet called KRS. Right, right. And like you manifested that yeah. with your voice. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, you can hear it in your music. Oh, thank you. And a minute ago, you uh, I, I had to uh, pause pause you for a second because you were you were coming across a really uh, good topic you said the Toltec way could you describe that to us
2: yeah um well I mean how I conceptualized us as a people is is I had to figure out like well a lot of people put very specific brands on themselves and by no disrespect to anybody who does know where they're from and how they can prove it and all that stuff I'm coming from a place where I can't even prove it and I'm looking at the person that looks like a native and Mm -hmm. she can't tell me where, you know? And then she probably could ask her grandmother or her mom and she can't tell you where. So that tells me something. That tells me that there were babies, that they ran away from the reservation Mm -hmm. before they got stamped Mm -hmm. with something.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Hopi, Lakotas, whatever. Mm -hmm. They were Mm -hmm. not nice people they fucking took kids and they threw them in trains and they didn't care where you were from. They weren't going, well, let me see. Did you come from this region? Mm -hmm. Does it sound familiar? No.
1: People just are afraid of other people that are different and then they just want to label them.
2: Right. Put them in a box. But my point is that, that, you know, I'm coming from a perspective that can't tell you what indigenous lineage, but I know it's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's evident, right? And, you know, you hear my voice, you hear my mannerisms, (laughs) the way I treat my children the way I treat my women, my wife, Mm -hmm. or other women is what I meant to say, like how I treat and view women, that's native. Mm -hmm.
4: And that comes from a place.
2: Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say out of all that is that the Toltec way is not Toltec people. And I I didn't come from a grandfather who was Toltec. Mm -hmm. The Toltec way is the dream state. Mm right? A human who has mastered his life dream. Mm -hmm. That's the Toltec way. Mm -hmm. And the only way you do that Mm -hmm. is by walking in truth. Only then can you really control your dream state. Because if not, you're in a manipulated state. You're manipulating your way to this wherever it is. Mm -hmm. But I'm walking in truth and if I walk in truth I have to say I don't know who my grandfather what reservation how, what I don't know
3: we're all mestizos right now that's what they say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but
2: I am a human mm-hmm. who has realized his dream state mm-hmm. and that's why I'm here talking to you about it Yeah,
3: that's, that's awesome it's that's deep it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. real deep dude. well it's yeah. decolonized
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't need a white man's Signature on anything To tell me who I am Mm -hmm. You
3: know what We're all related In that same thread In that same ribbon And I think That no matter what The walk of life That we choose Our path We all Can agree on that native That feeling Mm -hmm. Of Aztecs Toltecs You know I'll tell you why Because It's in our blood Yeah Exactly Your mom
2: carried it Mm -hmm. The women carry it They carry that blood And they transfer that blood so what I've come to realize is that that blood can be coated because every blood cell is separate from itself. It's its own entity. So that means it gives its own vibration. So when we look at a bully walking in a room and we feel this mm-hmm. anxiety, yeah, that's not your mind. Mm-hmm. That's your blood. It's mm-hmm. your blood. Sometimes he can walk in from the door and you didn't even see him. Did you, felt you him? feel it? But you felt it? Mm, yeah, yes. it's so good. Because... Your blood is going to shake mm-hmm. and vibrate at a certain thing. So what does that tell you? That's one of those blood cells. Mm-hmm. And we have trillions of them in mm-hmm. Our, mm-hmm.
3: our bloodstream. Yes. isn't
2: It's an abuelo. Mm-hmm. It came back from that time. Mm-hmm. That's the way I feel. That's what teaches me. That's what's telling me this. Is trusting that sangre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even enough to make mistakes. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was maybe not the right person to learn from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. but you cross that path. Exactly. Yeah. the learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, those that don't that don't learn from it and continue to repeat it, that's different. Mm-hmm. But because when you, you learn, choose to ignore mm-hmm. it. When you learn from it, yeah, then you it becomes a a weapon on your soul. Exactly. And you use it, and you pull it out whenever you need to. Mm-hmm. Right. That's you what survive. builds you. That builds is your, the dream state strength. Mm-hmm. And that's. Beyond, If people hear me talk and I wouldn't say that I was Native, they would be, oh, that's crazy Native right there. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But I didn't say, oh, I'm, you know, Zero Lakota from this place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't say that. I don't, And that's why I go back to the Mesoamerican way before conquest. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there was a story before conquest. Mm-hmm. And I chose from that time this path yeah
3: and you can walk with that and feel a certain confidence Uh yeah like today um you know i had to do something that was you know i'm fighting for the rights for my son Mm -hmm. you know and like you can feel like the negative energy trying to keep me away from that and before i walked in to the courthouse i i prayed but i i really prayed to god i don't really you know everybody has their own religion that's not really my thing talking about it but i prayed to the earth Mm -hmm. you know the Through the elements, and I walked in there, and it was a windy day. And I walked in there with confidence, knowing, yeah, I'm about to get my son because I asked Mother Earth to give me my rightful son. Mm-hmm. And walking in there with that power, people can feel that. Mm-hmm. And that's what you were just talking about. You talk to the elements, you talk to the sun, mm-hmm. you know, you talk to the earth. Like, bring me in with that confidence. Mm-hmm. People feel that that's, you know, like what you're talking about. It's an awesome feeling.
2: I have to be that way because I don't have documentation that says that I have this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's that's okay for me. I don't care about that ability to do that. Mm -hmm. What I care about is passing on a perspective to my sons and daughters that they're gonna pass on and and improve on. Mm. And then they'll pass on and improve on and so on and so on and so on. That's the way, you know, when when Wauhtemok well, said his last mandate, which was the Meshika leader, mm-hmm. you know, he said that our son would end in 500 years of darkness, but that our great grandchildren of our grandchildren of our grandchildren of our grandchildren will remember. And then we'll start again. Mm -hmm. That's right. Right? Yeah. You guys are familiar with the mandate? Very familiar. Okay. So then we're on the same page? Mm -hmm. We -hmm. are that people. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Now how good can you get at getting those medicines and hooking up with whatever you need to to teach to them to prove upon Mm -hmm. so they can immediately snap back into a profound state of understanding, connecting with pyramids, connecting with things that are there that have been left there for us from to their follow. Great, great,
3: yeah. great, great, mm-hmm. great
2: grandfather who said one day, my great, 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 great grandson is gonna come here.
3: We end in dark, so you can begin in light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We give them that's the truth. That's the way I feel yeah.
2: that's the way I feel. That's the way I feel. Yes.
5: Like soaking it all in, wow. dude like that.
3: <laughs> you know, I, I actually did a show with you oh, yeah. uh, in Downey. <laughs> With, it was you mm-hmm. and pause one mm-hmm. and i was djing uh, for you know i was doing my showcase thing and then for other mcs but you had like the dancers with you mm-hmm. you're playing the flute or mm-hmm. i don't mean to say flute whatever ceremonial um you know a uh, music instrument, uh, instrument. instrument was right. you were doing that and I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God. Because it it hit home because that was my last show in L.A. before I moved to Texas. I was like, oh, man, look how I ended it. And it was great, man. Like, you – it was it was something else. It hit the soul. It was just like oh my god. And I got to wait. It was like right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I bought a shirt from you, and it was like a bright orange. Right. And I asked you, I was like, what it meant. And I was like, man, I wore that shirt until the paint fell off, <laughs> <Right> <laughs> until all the calendar. It was just all white ink. <laughs> but I saw you once, and it was an unforgettable show. Mm-hmm. Right, man. So it's 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 an honor to have you here. Um, what are you working on right now, man?
2: Um, right now I'm doing four songs that I'm going to concentrate on. One of them is going to be with Robert from Quinto Sol, you know, because I had wrote these lyrics, I think, um, that really kind of explained the Chicano experience for me, Mm -hmm. like what that poem, and I felt felt like I need to go back home. I need to go back where I started, the foundation of everything that I do now, and to hopefully, and, you know, I I go, hey, you want to do this with me? And he's like, yeah, (laughs) 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 and it's like, I bet you, when we started writing songs together, it was so easy to do that. But I have that plan. And then I have some other hip hop tracks that I'm working on. And then I want to do a full length beat album. Oh,
0: Because
2: nice. I make beats. I produce the, mm. you know, Jaguar Prophecies and Evolution, mm-hmm. and all the Elbu projects. I produce them. So I want to go into just a straight, you know, sonic, you know, I'm going to call it the Silent Road to Nowhere.
3: Nice.
5: It's oh. cool. But nice. it's
2: going to be a beat album.
5: Right. What are you using to make beats? Mm.
2: I, I use machine. Oh, cool! I use Pro Tools. um Yeah, nice and I, sample, record. like, I sample records, like sample
5: records. Oh, hell oh, yeah! yeah. I, I school, used I like the
2: traditional way. traditional ways of, of traditional. doing it because it just has a certain art to it, you know. You, and then some guys are like, "Oh yeah, there's this bank of um samples." Hey, that are, what that are, the? F- f- that are royalty free and I was like yeah but you didn't pick the samples like it's kind of other people pick mm-hmm. samples for you yeah it's like you don't get that unique sound so it's
5: generic almost yeah almost mm-hmm. you know
2: a lot of the music that it doesn't need to, it, it's we're in the era where it's it's not important to be talented mm-hmm. it's just are you willing to do what I'm asking you to
3: do mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about because i got the machine too i know which ones is your, the all yeah. the samples but the, if you flip them yeah they're dope no, they, no, that thing is a dope yeah, yeah. that's the creative part you know? yeah
2: but uh, traditionally i like you know getting a crazy record like i saw one that just said uh traditional songs of mexico played in guitar in my <laughs> i was like where are you gonna find that You right on the on the sound bank you know? so
6: what is it that you look for what kind of records you look for for to make your music
2: what do I what? What kind of music you look you look for? Uh, I, I just look for just interest, interesting album covers. And then I read it and I go, I listen to, the, I look at the instruments that are on there and then I go, okay, or some classic um, um, records. Because mm. I was a big fan of like Sick Jacket. Oh yeah. Like he, oh yeah he had that Ooh. that classic oh, yeah. and i go oh I, I bet you i could do that <laughs> <laughs> it never sounded that way everything i was sampling was sounding native and everybody comes up to me and they're like oh dude i want to buy beats off you i want that native sound i'm like but i'm sampling the classic <laughs> 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 you just make it you just make it sound like that yeah, yeah, yeah you give it that flavor do well, it I, yeah. I've, I mess with pitches and i don't traditionally like you know, sample something that's like in a four bar thing. It's mm. like a one bar and I'll manipulate that one bar mm. and kind of hook it up with other things. So I'm excited to do the, the beat album, but you know, a lot of things are coming to me in terms of writing. So, um, you know, it's a really crucial time right now, What what we're experiencing as a people, you know, and we can fall into another negative cycle and survive the racism again or just understand our positions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pool our strengths and work for ourselves like our great grandfathers told us that we would yeah I th- that's I, the way i feel yeah
3: yeah you can definitely see it with like the signs of the time yeah. but you know like like what you're speaking on we already seen this. They've done it before. Right. It's just like they're just repeating the cycle and we're the ones to witness it. Right. But we already know what to do mm-hmm. because we already know our strengths and, you know, we can, we can get past it again, you right. know. It was already written. We will survive it, mm-hmm. you know. But
2: well, once we learn the principle, once you understand what it is that we're, we're, we're kind of up against, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. and once you decolonize, you know, I wore this shirt on purpose, You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let people know that. What does that mean? You know, I guess maybe I'll ask
3: one of you guys. What do you guys think it
2: means? Decolonize.
3: I think it's when the white people come through and they make their agenda your agenda. Right. If you agree with it. Or you're following it. Or you're following Mm -hmm. it. This agenda. They make you. They make you become a part of it.
2: So what I did, in terms of my, as to have a contrast, Mm -hmm. not not that you're right or wrong, because that's not the point. The point is that from my version of decolonization, is stripping away any thought, spirituality, diet practice, understanding that came from Europe.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: What does that leave you with? Nothing. It leaves you with yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So I am vegan. Or on my way to being vegan because I do sneak cheese in sometimes. (laughs) It's one of the hardest ones, but not not because it's a trend, but because my ancestors ate vegan. Mm -hmm. We didn't have cows. We didn't have this Mm -hmm. way of living. It's okay. That's that's gone, right? Because I have a good friend. He's like, "What do you mean? You're you're not totally decolonized. You still drive a car." (laughs) It's like, yeah, but I'm not trying to say that I'm not going to use things. I'm saying I'm minimizing their power. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. not the greatest thing that the they, the car is not the greatest mm-hmm. thing invented, you know. That pyramid that sits in Teotihuacan—that's the greatest thing invented. Mm-hmm. When you stand in front of it and you clap in front of it, it sounds like a bird. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? How does a car do that?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, this is a structure that has been there for thousands of years. That, right there, my friend,
0: mm-hmm.
2: is is what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's <laughs> connecting with that, and that, and to do that, you have to erase every single lie that a european told you and that means everything mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. your school your religion the way you eat everything your history that mm-hmm. to me is decolonized yeah yes best as i can
3: it's exactly how i how i figured it was but i couldn't really put the words together and it's real interesting you you bring up the pyramids i i studied that's kind of like my thing yeah you know i i uh, You know, check out how the pyramids were made from different continents. There's Mm -hmm. nine different continents. They're all built along the equator, the sun line. And they're all pyramids of the sun. Uh Stemming from, you know, um, Peru to -hmm. Mexico, Mm -hmm. uh, Egypt, Mm -hmm. all of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you feel that you think, you know, what the of course, how they constructed it, the way they tell it was a lie. Uh Everything. Yes. I said everything. It's all of it. Everything.
2: Mm -hmm. The documentary I saw... The book all I of read, it, all of it. the professor who says he's the greatest of all the greatest. To guess, <laughs> I think everything. Why? I'll tell you why. Because when the schools or universities were established back in the 1800s, they were funded by rich oligarchs, mm-hmm. and those oligarchs gave a timeline and a time frame and a and a meaning to everything that you believe you are. Mm-hmm. And they have no idea what we are.
3: Do you think they were constructed by higher beings that came to visit? I think it was us
2: understanding rhythms and cycles. When I tell you that the, the, the book, the Popol Vuh, is a metaphoric story of constellation position, math, mm-hmm. you know, the, all that stuff takes a profound amount of time. Mm-hmm. Let's ask this. And here's my theory and this is where people get you know i may become a little controversial but what do you think how long do you think it takes to build a pyramid uh,
5: i think <laughs> it was not even <clears throat> years i think it was like centuries to be mm-hmm. honest with you i don't think it was like, like something how many? overnight Like <clears throat> how many? minimum one century right minimum so you're
2: saying a hundred
5: years at least
2: i'm saying a thousand years yeah it could I, be why? i say i'll tell you why because whatever when you're trying to position a building under a star it takes lifetimes mm-hmm. and so my great-grandson would have had to have given i i would have had to will my or given my great-grandson my documents of positioning the mm-hmm. star and he takes it and he's his whole life so now he's an old man and he's going i'm almost there here you go the baby Mm-hmm. right and he takes it and takes another and so on and so forth and now He's we going have in. this perfect position of a pyramid mm-hmm. that was started by so-and-so 500 years ago yeah. I,
3: I think <coughs> some were built instantly to give them an example mm-hmm. some because the precision and the way they were cut so like especially the ones that there were the Nazca ones where they're just, you couldn't even put a piece of paper through it, mm-hmm. you know? And the ones in Mexico, like, you can't, ex- like, it's a landing strip. Mm-hmm. It looks like a landing strip. Right. You know, I think some were built, and then the other ones, they showed them how to do it using math. And the. And I
0: mm-hmm. agree
2: with, like, the profound thoughts like that. You know, that's a decolonized understanding because you're going, well, you know, what you're not explaining all of it. Mm-hmm. But that's what education is. It's not there to explain all of it. It's not there to question it. It's not there. It's there to keep you in a. Oh, don't look at that! It's like that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. a crazy thought. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So then, really, you're in this confined in this understanding and box that someone else decided Te- to, what, tell you, to tell yeah. you what what the limits of what your understanding is. I don't know specifically, but I do know that when you understand your dream state anything's possible
3: yeah like the one they had where the guy was looking through like a helmet and he's looking up Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's mapping the (coughs) stars. it's incredible Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm.
2: we were incredible we are incredible we still are incredible no matter what yeah we still are here you're here i'm here you're fighting for your child like i would back then yeah you know we're still the same people just we're just being taught a doctrine (laughs) with someone else's agenda
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> who dropped the bio cap? I'm sorry. <laughs> that was me. Sorry. You're right. It's and it's uh, <coughs> when you realize it or you're aware of it, mm-hmm. um, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Other people can feel it because our people um, understand energy mm-hmm. and how to displace it or place mm-hmm.
2: it. Well, we go right.
3: You know, coming from
2: what people call Mexican, or native, whatever. Right away you go to plants. You know, oh, my, my stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, let me look at this plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's not something she needed to explain to you, mm-hmm. because she already knows. But where mm-hmm. did that wisdom yeah. come from? Where did yep. it, it had to be have passed on mm-hmm. from. Uh, generations then, right? and yeah. more than mm-hmm. that. So yep. that's why it's important <coughs> to understand food, because the food that they used to eat was engineered food mm-hmm. over thousands and thousands and thousands of years because we were in existence in thousands. They ne- there's never a story of the Maya where it's like, oh yeah, he, he only did like a hundred. No, it's like thousands, like, whoa, this period was from thousand to, to whatever, thousand, you know? And you conceptualize, like, imagine a thousand years from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yep.
5: just take weird. 10 of your years imagine that right. imagine, imagine hip hop a thousand years from now exactly, oh. <laughs> exactly. that thought right I think there. about that all the it's time it's barely at like
6: 50 mm-hmm. so imagine I wow. think about it all the time like where are we headed to you know oh, like, yeah. a lot of people say oh it sucks uh, hip hop sucks right now but it's just an evolution you know, there's gonna it's be, growing out of it it's already It's growing out of it We're going to be in 100, 200, 300 years from now
2: There's some really it's, dope hip hop It just doesn't have the platform That we all desire mm. You know what you know?
3: And that's my favorite topic I always try to catch everybody off guard Like what are you guys listening to right now What are you listening to right now Me, The song yeah. that, that gets you That you go to Where you repeat it When you start it At the end you flip it again
2: You know right now I'm on a lot of instrumental stuff Like Flying Lotus Okay, you know, mm. so I do that kind of stuff, and then I'm into this folk singer um, called Knuckle Medicine for the People, mm. Um, mm. and I am into California Reggae like Revolution. Oh man, mm. and yeah, yeah. Me too. like Soja. Yeah, nice. um, I'm a. A lot of people go, "Oh, you're a hip hop artist," but all I listen to is reggae. I mean, I just <laughs> don't. And not because I don't like hip-hop. It's not it at all. It's just that um, I don't want to go and reference, because that's, I think, what the problem is sometimes, is that people go, oh, wow, I could do it better than Eminem, and they just write this really complex thing that's Mm -hmm. kind of a little bit better than Eminem, but kind of sounds like Eminem, and... I don't try to go there. I try to go somewhere else.
6: You have to step out of your element. Yeah, you have completely. To, you have to, like have to completely
2: out mm-hmm. of it. Like I, I, I'm a Cali reggae fan. That's really Dope. where I'm at. And Dope. Nako and you know a lot of instrumental beat stuff.
6: That's, That's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bago, who you got? Actually, right now I'm listening to a lot of Manahan Street Project, the Manahan Street Band. That? They do a lot of jazz funk based off um you know like the Boodles band you guys are oh okay budo's band, Boodle's like band. That, yeah that yeah but the, the same label same people okay so i'm into all that right now man just it's i'm not a, i'm not into lyrics you know i'm more into the music so right now i'm heavily into that stuff man
5: cool cool wreck. what you got just because of the mood i've been in fucking uh Portishead, dude. Mm. Oh, that's pretty dude cool. yeah i just just because of the mood i've been in any track particular like just a dummy album <clears throat> the whole thing dude that was it's you, a you, fire actually. were you playing that earlier was that no that was chris playing it oh okay nice i
1: was giving out that trip hop vibe when you were uh, <laughs> live graffiti oh nice
5: yeah but right. like that i think the song i've been listening to most is uh it's a fire okay yeah i don't know why it's just been like hitting me dude
1: cool yeah dummy's a dope album i love that album oh yeah dude Hell yeah.
5: <clears throat> I, I was gonna make my 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 pick
3: the the new m album but honestly it's like like for the past like two weeks, I've been listening to the old uh, Black Sabbath album, mm. the the self entitled one. Sam, Sabbath first or? One? yeah, first uh, one. the the first one with the yeah, it was like one. red. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I've been listening to a lot of that. It's fuck, man. It's written. It's like like punk artists like they got their whole style from that song. Yeah, oh, that yeah, one yeah, fucking yeah. song, oh, yeah. and it's got hip hop drums in it. It's got blues in it.
1: It's definitely got jazz in it. It's, Just it's, it's got more, jazz. It's more jazz than mm-hmm. it is
0: blues. Well, but then drummer. it drummer. drops
3: out yeah, and, and does like some punk shit. Mm-hmm. And then it went back into the blues. Like, yeah. it's it's a Pretty badass good. fucking You know the album. story
1: how you got their, they, they got their sound, right? You know that story?
3: From, uh, what, it was, uh, what was it? Muddy Waters? No, no, no.
1: The, the guitar player cut the finger. T- well, oh, yeah.
6: The metal, heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> <almost>. yeah.
1: <laughs> he, got, he was working a job and then they yeah. got signed in the last day of work, he chopped off the tips of his fingers. Why? By accident, yeah, at, accident. at work. It
6: was a work accident. Oh, shit. So
1: he accidentally chopped off the tips of his fingers. So what he did is he um, he made little rubber fingers, fingertips. And he couldn't play um, the guitar in standard tuning anymore, so he had a down tune. So that gave the, the, the music a completely different sound. But didn't he put
6: metal around his fingers? He put metal around his fingers? No, 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 saying, no they
1: were rubber, they were rubber. Oh, yeah?
6: There I'm was something like, about like that's what gave it the term heavy metal No, I'm no. No. Metal <laughs> no.
1: Heavy metal came from that song the Barnaby Wild. The heavy the lyric heavy metal thunder. That's where that's where it came from.
3: Joe, hmm. so what you got?
4: Well, I've been listening to some reggae. Um one song I'm stuck on is a Attention Span. Um I really like that one. From Revolution. I, yes. That's my I cut. I play it over and over. It's actually I I like it.
3: I like that song.
4: So,
1: um, I'm going to get you into some Trojan shit. Yeah, <laughs> the, Trojan, the Trojan jabs are like from the Trojan records of the old 60s reggae. Oh, no way. That's, yeah. that's you can
4: like never there. go wrong with reggae. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can't.
4: Who you got, never.
1: Chris? I've been listening to Lou Reed, the what? New York album, all what? week long. What the hell? Yeah, I love Lou Reed. And
3: Lou Reed's one of my favorite artists. He's badass. Yeah, you know. Tribe Called Quest samples over that new mm-hmm. read. <laughs>
6: hey,
3: that's a fucking racist-ass song. You heard that shit? <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> I heard it with the, the, the lyrics. I'm like, this fucking racist bastard. Damn, right. Don't break it down. You're going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Listen to it and get back to it. <laughs> Don't at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and
6: it, he's, yeah, Even I the story behind it. Jesus, dude. He's, dude.
1: Nuts. he's just so fucking New York. Yeah. You know, and then he just like documents the environment and it's a snapshot of New York City at that time. Yeah. He did the same thing with Velvet Underground. The whole
6: CBS. He's fucking fresh. He always
3: comes out with some Ray Bans and shit. Yeah. Always dressed in black. That song, uh, Looking for the Man. (laughs) That's that popcorn shit. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) Can I kick it?
3: (laughs) Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Fucking racist bastard. <laughs> like I guess
1: I don't think he's racist. I think he's just like, mm-hmm. just reporting what he sees. Well,
3: similar. That's
6: what hip hop is. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. people
3: like, like what you were talking about, man. Um, you know. Oh, I thought you were a hip hop artist. But hip hop is the only genre of music that's built off of other music. Everything. Right. So you can't just say, oh, that's some hip hop and just hear some drums and shit. Like, nah, you can hear some Russian music. You can hear mm-hmm. ballet. You can hear some, um, you know, symphony type music. Mm-hmm. Sample that, put it on some drums. That's hip hop. Yeah, right. Throw some you hard, hard boom bap you know. shit
6: on it, you're done. Like, I, you know.
3: I think that's people who think, mm-hmm. you know, inside of a body, oh, that's hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. man, hip hop is. of the world and you know you know um you know we mentioned on it it's only like 50 years old so like whatever you bring to the table that's Mm hip-hop and it's up to us to bring our own style of it you know i have a a idea of what it is you have an idea what it is but it's it can't be put in a little box and i think that's hip-hop because you can make it whatever you want and that's the cool shit about it you can be your own uh superhero your own comic book Mm -hmm. In your version mm-hmm. of your hip hop,
1: this is this is hip hop according to hectic.
3: To, according to me, yeah, but I mean, according to you, it could a, be yeah. something else. Like mm-hmm. you know,
6: it can be.
1: It's an interpretation of yourself, basically. What yeah, you saying.
6: yeah. It's the way you dress, the way you talk. Yeah. I mean, it's everything. It's not just music. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people misunderstand about hip hop. They only think it's hip. It's the music. It's like it's yeah. it's your your way of being. Mm-hmm. The way you talk. You know, right away people could tell you, oh, that fool's a hip-hop head. Okay, mm-hmm. Because of the kind of words you use. Mm. Oh, that fool's a hip-hop head. You know, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, and what? So, what, well, fool? Yeah. <laughs> 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 or,
3: you know what? I, I was, uh, I just moved over the weekend. Yeah. And I went to a U-Haul place, you know, dropping off the truck. And I saw another dude dropping off a truck. But he had a Beat Junkie shirt on. <laughs> oh, nice.
6: And I was like, hey, that's
3: a dope Beat Junkie shirt. He <laughs> was like, oh, you know about the Beat Junkie? Cause that must be a hip-hop head. Mm-hmm. And it's that spirit. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that... You know oh okay and it brings people together you know i was listening to um erica badu she has a song called the healer and she said hip-hop is bigger than religion mm-hmm. you know because in some sense it is you know it's not bigger than the gods but some of religion that she, you know i you know what we're talking yeah, about yeah. but uh it brings people together that otherwise wouldn't be together mm-hmm. But you come together in the name of hip hop, that spirit, that uh, knowledge of self. Because if you know what hip hop is, and that you feel the vibe,
5: you know, like
2: that's a
3: hip hop head.
2: You know, that guy's fucking cool.
5: Uh, You know what uh, I mean? How did you get into hip hop? Yeah.
2: Um, My when when I uh, started the reggae band, there was a brother that used to rap with Quinto Sol, Mm -hmm. and he was a real hip hop head. And he's just like record on VHS tape. MTV raps and (laughs) all that stuff so we'd go to his house and I wasn't particularly interested I actually I actually really didn't like it Mm. I I thought it was like fake so I wanted to be like Led Zeppelin you know Mm. I wanted to be like fucking you You know know, you want to play music I wanted to fucking be a musician I I didn't think that that was being a musician Mm. you know Mm -hmm. until I I actually sat down in front of a beat machine and started making stuff mm. like through the MPC. Yeah. And I, I used a Cork Triton. Mm. And, and so I've used several different machines and, mm-hmm. and gotten to machine, which is more a computer-based. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's thing. not a standalone. Yeah. It's all
6: like, it's a controller. In exactly.
2: Way. And yeah. you're, you're working in the software there. So yeah. I kind of evolved into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's how I started it. Uh, making the beats did I answer that question <laughs> no, 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 it's no perfect, that's perfect man. It.
3: where can people find your music in?
2: Um, you can find um, El Vu's music on any um, stream uh, google Cause, it cause, I found you know, a bunch man. <laughs> you know what's weird is that you know I still have I that, and this is the interesting part about being a, a a recording artist is that you know I put that record out in 2002 mm-hmm. it's 2020 nice. and people still reference that yeah. they, they feel they hear that record and they feel like oh well, when did you put this out <laughs> You're like um when you were like five, <laughs> <laughs> it's timeless,
1: man. Could,
6: cre- music is timeless. Yeah, good music is timeless. Yeah,
2: if you could create something that still be listened to like eighteen years later, yeah, you know that's where I kind of felt like, okay, cool. Well, this is yeah, this is yeah. Because some
5: do. of your some of the stuff I found from you guys, mm. it sounded like it was probably recorded a year ago, man. No, I, no. I, I fucking loved it, dude. Wow. I, I honestly Thank did. Thank you. And um, <clears throat> that's kind of what I. I saw you live at the Conejo show, taking uh-huh. pictures there.
3: Right.
5: I have this standing rule here where I don't kiss ass. Uh-huh. I, I I tell these guys don't fucking kiss ass. Just don't overdo it. Uh, I am gonna uh, slightly that's... break my own rule. I am gonna bust a Chris, and I am gonna slightly, <laughs> you know, I'm not. It's not that that I love on stage, but the way you presented yourself, the way you uh, presenting your message, it fucking like really like it like, struck me, dude. And, you know, and it's one of those things that um. I don't listen to the lyrics, mm-hmm. but the way you presented up there, the the it, it, your soul came out, right? And it wasn't bullshit. It wasn't a lie. You weren't doing it for fame. You're out there. You said your story, and that's it. Take mm-hmm. it the way you will. I fucking love that, dude. Wow,
1: this hey. is a profound moment because he never gives a compliment to anyone. Never.
0: <laughs> I and mean, yeah. I felt that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I dude. felt that,
2: and I, I'm really honored with that because you know, when when you tell me that, that just tells me that we're. We come from the same tribe. Yeah. We come from the same tribe. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm articulating mm-hmm. um, that lost feeling. Yeah, You know, that that sense of wanting to connect to something that understands mm-hmm. your story. That's what I heard when you said that to me. Mm-hmm. I understand your story because you're me. Yeah. And you're my little brother. And I'm your, your bigger brother exactly. or whatever. We're together here. If we were in the desert and we were lost, I'd be like, hey, come over here. Mm-hmm. You know, I found him walking around over there. Get yeah. over here. You know, this is the path. I, I know a path. Look, I follow yep. this star. Yep, That's that's what I do. Yeah, and, no, and
5: you, so. yeah, you're down the head right there, dude. It's perfect. I mean, out of that whole show, nothing against anybody else, but you're like the one that stuck out the most. And I'm like, dude, we got to get this guy on the podcast. <laughs> we got to get him on here, man. I've been saying that from day one. Like, we yeah, got to get did. him on the podcast. And did, I've been man. sitting at home going,
0: no, nobody wants to interview me. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, it's just no. interesting.
5: Your delivery was like, like, just dead on, man. It was yeah, like, it's like, you. so
3: you saw the show, so you yeah. know what I'm talking, when you see it, it, like, yeah. hits your soul. Like The
5: only other time that ever got, I don't want to say mesmerized, but I kind of, like, fell in, mm-hmm. was this band, uh, Bloodlet. Mm-hmm. Like, the the that guy was singing his soul to you, right. and I totally dug it. You know, and then the only difference is I understood your message. Right, I understand his, I understand. but I dug the vibe of it. Yours, I'm like, all right, hell yeah, dude. I'm singing in. Right, I'm gonna go find this guy and listen to him now. Wow, and it was awesome. It's, it's, man.
2: That's super hard to do to to get somebody like there's there's this um um guy that I know and he's like, hey, I didn't know you rapped. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah i I've, I've put some records out, and you know, I you know, you can find me on these mm-hmm. platforms, whatever. So. Yeah. No, dude, you rap. like. <laughs> I, mean, I yeah, you know, but and I told him like, I just, I just don't like shoving my music down yeah, and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah I just, I, it just to me, it wasn't something that I, mm-hmm. I, or even after I wrote it, or like it, it's the proverbial. I don't want the attention. My name is Zero for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I chose that name to be humble and mm-hmm. to let the experience evolve in real time, which is what it means to live in the the dream state yeah you know um so then there's no room for ego in that and there's Mm -hmm. no room to hold something like his comments forever you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like remember that time you told me you like me (laughs) there's no need for it because you know i understood what you were saying Mm -hmm. you're saying that you know you put me on a path Mm -hmm. that i was familiar with yeah i didn't know why Mm -hmm. but now i do because i heard your poem hmm And that's what it was, I think.
5: Yeah. It was it was like perfect, like or, or path crossed for a reason. Yeah. That's what I believe. And you know, those
2: pictures were amazing, brother. Thank I you d- so much. They came
5: out, dude. I I was like, dude, I gotta do this guy. I got more pictures. <laughs> by the way, that I didn't send you. I have oh, a lot wow. more. Yeah. Oh
2: wow. Thank you. But like the
5: ones I sent were like, Oh, this is coming through. This like I've the comment I got the most out of your pictures was, dude, I could feel his music without hearing it. Wow. And I never had that before. Wow.
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah, man, like when I first seen you perform, um, it's just like everything like I wanted to say or inspired to say or everything I learned, you know, I, I went uh Lewis and I we went to El Camino College down the way in, mm-hmm. you know, Torrance, you know? And uh, I took a Chicano Studies class and man i had i was blessed to have um, instruct a uh, teacher her name was dr miranda she taught a chicano studies class at ucla mm. and she was bad wow. she was fucking bad right. she was like old school chicana right her mom was a zoo tutor wow. you know she yeah. came from you know the and man so i went to that class i loved it mm. you know spoke on some of the knowledge that you were speaking on that it was are us Mm -hmm. defined us Mm -hmm. and it's it's great and then you know um like the music you were speaking on earlier where it had the anger and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and i think that when you're younger you're supposed to feel like that Mm -hmm. that if we were in those times we would be the warriors protecting Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah it would be us and now that we're a little bit older more mature and we understand the position where we're at now because we made it to this Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. um you know then i saw your show And I was just like, oh, my God. And every, you know, when I wore that shirt, it was more than just, you know, I saw a dope group. It was more like, okay, you know, it's a feeling, Mm -hmm. you know. And when you put on that shirt, that's what you're representing Mm because that's what people see. Mm -hmm. And it was a big, you know, like the Cuauhtémoc in the back. And it was just like, it's an energy, you know. And now that we're sitting down conversating, you uh, you know, talking about it, it's like, when you represent that, you know the feeling and the path, it's, it's, it's really good to express it in your music, mm-hmm. you know? And now that we're here, it's like, it, it's the path that we're supposed to come mm-hmm. down and we all met at this point. It's like a full yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah I mean,
2: it, it's interesting to, to, to represent people from here, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when I went to Mexico City and the group had just didn't want to do it anymore, you know, mm. and they gave me an offer to play the Sócalo in Mexico City. I was like,
6: "Oh what shit, fuck,
2: mm. wow!" Yeah, the Sócalo, like wow. right in front of the Templo Mayor, like wow. like ten thousand people there. Damn, for like, wow. me, no honor. That's I was, crazy. I, I was yeah. tripping, so I said, "Yeah, I'll fucking go!" And so I took a plane. I went to Mexico City, and before they, uh, you know, how they announced me was I was the Chicano um zero from Khalifa. Aslan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like if we're like this, Wild tribe from <laughs> LA, <laughs> yeah. <You> know, I <laughs> as the, mother, the mother tribe of Mexico City, and I was just like, "Holy shit! Wow, that's a pretty big responsibility." Right, and, and you know, you you and to I represent. Took it and I was yeah. like, in honor, and and I'm, there's more of us. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot more of us. There's a the whole yeah. tribe of us. Yeah. There's a whole city of <laughs> us. We had to represent that night. Yeah, and it was cool, and, and mm-hmm. to hear the lyrics that I, you know, so I'm late. And they're throwing shit on stage and and i i, I had to walk through the crowd because there was no more like <laughs> car can't go to the stage anymore so I, and i'm fucking carrying my Willie and my fucking uh bag of merch or posters mm-hmm. that i was going to give out to the crowd as soon as i get there the dude's all oh, zero yeah okay go cool. like, mm-hmm. uh, the dj i was like i had a cd so i get Shut on stage And I give the guy the CD, he's like, what what are you giving me this for? What the fuck is this? (laughs) And I was all, there's no DJ? And he's all, no. And the fucking guy that was doing the visuals Uh grabs the CD, goes to the DVD player, and fucking presses play. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh And so I went, wait! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ready for music yet. (laughs) So it's all fucking happening, right? (laughs) Then I hit him with Spanish. Mm -hmm. I hit him with the Spanish Nahuatl stuff, right? Mm Right, I finished the. Damn, won them, dude. (laughs) That's
5: that's how you win them, man. That's
2: bad. (laughs) Fucking whoa! And after the show, I was just like, my the guy that invited me was Rocco from Malita. Um, he's a ska band in Mexico City pretty famous so nice. Rocco he's all he's nice. like, fuck did you know what just happened I was like what yeah. he's all your lyrics were bouncing off of all these buildings
5: damn fuck
2: he's uh, all nah, I know the grandfathers heard those mm-hmm. I heard that spoke heard. to the elders Yeah. Right? so I was honored to play that show it was a cool show. Yeah, that's
5: incredible, dude. Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh,
0: yeah. And you know,
2: representing what? you guys, you know, this, right? is, oh, yeah. this is who I represent. I represent Los Angeles, I you're represent our, East Los Angeles. You're We're our voice. Yeah. Yeah. Hell and, yeah. 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 Especially down there to have a different
5: vision of us over here.
2: Yeah. They, yeah, they feel like, you know, when I was being interviewed by uh, a pretty big publication out there, they're like, why? Are you into this? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Why aren't you? <laughs> Why not? It's like, Fuck. Why dude, not? This shit's profound. This shit, right? Oh, it saved my life. Yeah. You know, it, it put my kids on on a on a road that's beyond the, the, uh, a predestined road of of um. Oh, you didn't go to college or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I went. Uh uh. No, that's not what we're gonna connect you with. We're gonna connect you with. See that star right there, Venus. Okay, well, you were born on that day, so that name is mm. going to be coinciding with that star. Mm. So when you get lost in your life, look up to the star because it'll mm-hmm. tell you where mm-hmm. to go.
3: Yeah. You know, around uh, the same time, there's oh. another uh, music group that I was discovering. I, I forgot the name. Maybe you guys can tell me. But they had a song called We Didn't Cross the Border. Oh, the border cross- Underground. Yeah. Underground was before mm-hmm. us. I, I saw mm-hmm. them at Faye Dodo, and it was uh, when you mentioned that you're a fan of uh, Psycho Realm yeah yeah like that's when psycho realm was like coming out and they 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 introduced psycho realm and i saw them and it was him and another guy he had a traditional like face paint Mm. and a helmet and they did that song it's like when i saw your group it just like hits you because that's the voice that you want that's you that you identify with because it's that i don't know i want i don't want to say native but it's like you feel it in your blood, like you can feel it. It's like, right. oh my God, this is me, yeah. and that guy looks like me. He mm-hmm. thinks like me. Eats the same food as me, but he's telling my thoughts. It's mm-hmm. crazy,
2: cause uh, that's funny you said that. Cause I went, I went to Seattle once, um, and we performed up there for Mecha, which mm. is a, a college group. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I'm sure you guys are familiar with. And there was about 300 Chicanos there, right, or Mexicans or whatever, mm-hmm. and El Vu played for them. And by the end, uh, 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 they were all sitting in, in like, theater seats when the show started. And then you saw three of them stand up. And then the other side, four stand up. And by the end of the show, all of them were standing Mm. up.
3: Super
2: (laughs) fucking uh, dope. And, you know, I was watching it with my sweat leader. And he's all, huh, that's crazy. He's all, see, all you got to do is tell them to be themselves. yeah, And look how happy they are. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that sounds like what you're describing, yeah. you know, when yeah. you're going, you sit there and you go, oh, cool. I could be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like I'm you cool. can breathe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with my tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, like when homies mm-hmm. lost in the desert, right. He, mm-hmm. he, he related to my music. He felt like, damn, I found the brother. I found my big brother. Yeah. He knows what's up. He knows where he's going to. Mm-hmm. He knows what, which way we're <laughs> yeah. going, you know, versus exactly. trying to feel you around uh, around the desert, not knowing, understanding or doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just like, that's the power of, of the the abuelos, you know, they mm-hmm. they wrote these songs, you know, these native songs, and those native songs, they penetrate your your being, mm-hmm. and then you write modern songs that are gonna do the same, yeah, because you know we were, you know, the Mexicas have a word, and it's called diawi, right, Diawi. and it, and it's related to the the Big Bang, right, boom, mm-hmm. and it it moves forward, you know, so. Tiawi has always been something that we as Meshika people always related to because the universe is expanding forward. So we're always moving mm-hmm. forward, and it evolves. And you learn and you pass these things on mm-hmm. forward, mm-hmm. right? So when they, the abuelo said, oh, it's going to be a dark period, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we're going to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> that our great grandchildren will know and understand to the reality.
3: Because forward. they didn't say we're going to stop. right they just say Rolling we're going forward. It's a challenge.
5: Mm-hmm. I want to know what kind of kid w- were you growing up, man? Oh, man, I was lonely. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, lonely where did you grow boy. up? What, what part of I grew LA? up in grew East up? Los Angeles.
2: Oh, okay. I grew up on Brooklyn and Mott. Oh, damn nice. That's oh, like yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn and Mott. I went to the boys club there. um that's cool. You know I, it, it's cool that you bring that up because mm-hmm. when when you said that uh, I remember going at about 13 years old. I went to San Luis Potosi and that was like my grandfather's original land and when I went there I was a pretty kid mm-hmm. you know I didn't have older brothers or or younger brothers I just had my youngest sister my older sister my older sister was way older than me and my younger sister was too young to be <laughs> I had to worry about her too much so I took off in the night yeah. I'm fucking running down the road cause it had light. And then all of a sudden it didn't <laughs> <laughs> <You stopped>. and <laughs> I fucking look up and I got terrified. I went like this, like I cringed because I felt like I saw so many stars. They were like, I felt like I could grab them, mm-hmm. but it was so dark in that desert. I think I saw like the Milky Way, mm-hmm. wow. but like with low light, it almost <sighs> felt yeah. disorienting. Mm. Like something Whoa. kept you there. Yeah, I was just like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" Like, and and it was like a like a path, mm-hmm. and I was just so young, I didn't understand it then. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand it now. Yeah, but I don't know. That was a profound moment, too. right? I feel oh, you on trip.
6: that. Damn, yeah. to see the Milky Way like that, yeah. Because a lot of people say they see it. Yeah. If you actually look in the clear sky, you can yeah. actually see all yeah, the stars. You definitely can.
2: Yeah, and but I'll, in like San Luis Potosi, where there's like the nearest city is like 50, 60 miles. Yeah. There's no, there's no city like to mm-hmm. like so actually So it's see like so pitch back it. dark yeah. that yeah. I looked up, and the only <coughs> thing bright was stars. The stars. But I just, I literally felt like I could grab them, like, Mm -hmm. it was such a crazy experience.
5: See, I had not the same experience, but when I was in the military, I had night vision goggles. And my favorite thing with those things is look up in the sky, dude. Because oh, you wow. see everything. You see shit moving around up there. Wow. So if yeah. you guys ever get night vision goggles for a reason, look up at the sky, dude. Wow. Do it in the desert. Don't do it out here. Don't <laughs> see shit. <laughs> right. Because of the light. light. Right. to yep. yep. the Mojave. <clears throat> you know, I like, like, six hours on time just looking straight up. Dude. I couldn't sleep. I was like, wow, this is fucking amazing. But what were you on? fucking MREs military <laughs> food. <laughs> so a little chorro. <laughs>
3: you know, I know what you're talking about. You know, I was the only kid, you know, just trying to find out who I was on my on my path of being a man uh-huh. and uh you know, I just didn't know what to do. You know, I was born over here, but I want to I have a natural hunger to know my Indian roots, mm-hmm. my native roots mm-hmm. and like you guys were talking about look up into the stars cuz I'm from Texas. Mm and over there you can see the stars mm. i mean mm-hmm. it's cuz there's no smog mm. so it's just like <laughs> oh man you you talk to them mm-hmm. yeah. and they can listen right. and it's kind of like your position under those particular stars for a reason right it's like they're guiding you right and to find out who i am not only as uh you know my own being but To understand my roots and to accept it it's it's a different feeling and like what you guys are talking about when just like like what you mentioned you know when in doubt just look up at the stars those Mm -hmm. are your elders Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they put you there
5: you know how small i felt though (laughs) looking up at the sky and like fuck this is big dude the the closest star is lifetimes away dude it's like yeah we're looking up at them they're looking down at us yeah
3: you know we've met before yep. like what you mentioned with your dream state i mm-hmm. have a theory it's like i don't know if you maybe mm-hmm. it's the same thing different words when you're awake mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. you have an alternate another you that's asleep and they're seeing your reality right what everything mm-hmm. what we're experiencing right now and then when we go to sleep the dreams we see is what they see in their reality oh, interesting. And vice versa. So, like right now, my other hectic, he's asleep and he's dreaming that he's doing this. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, like an outer, you're being out of your body. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. an outer being.
3: My dream. Mm-hmm. And then when I go to sleep, the things that I see is what he's doing when he's awake. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, kind it's kind of like yeah. sustained yeah. dream type of thing.
2: I, I attested it to, like, um, you know, when, when you understand the principles of our, our ancient culture, mm-hmm. it was science and yeah. Faith. Yep. Right. A religion. Uh, unexplainable. Because it's exactly what he said earlier. Mm-hmm. It was like, when I looked up at the stars, I was this tiny being. Mm-hmm. So now imagine our abuelos, they, they look up and they see themselves and they feel that profound moment of being this tiny being. Then how can they ever conceptualize mm-hmm. everything? Yeah. You know, yeah. or anything specific in that regard, you know? So then I goes into science, though. Mm-hmm. Right. So how is how now that's a very general philosophical way of looking mm-hmm. at things, but in the science principle, light travels fast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It travels from the sun here, and it's traveling so fast that we in our primitive mind think we can conceptualize that. Mm-hmm. But we can't.
5: Okay.
2: We're hitting the remnants. Yeah. What we can Think or understand to be real without going too powerful over it, you mm-hmm. know, so overwhelming, right? So, all dimensions do exist at the same time, is what the Toltecs yeah. say. Mm-hmm. It's just who's aware mm-hmm. of what dream state they're going into.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's the subconscious, man, kicking in. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a big believer in <laughs> the subconscious, man. Sometimes yeah. I believe that, I mean, maybe when I'm dreaming, that's the real me. Yeah, you know, it's like right yeah, now, That's right, exactly what I was saying. Yeah, it's like right now when I'm right now I'm I'm awake. Whatever, it's like whatever. But when I go into my deep sleep, that's when I feel everything in the world. Right, And that's I'm when not, I feel I'm real I'm in, Yeah, and when I'm a me, and being as an artist. It's like it's naturally mm-hmm. with me. Right, you know, I wake up thinking, shit, did I just dream that? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna paint it. Right, you know, because yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. It's awake. so quick. It's so quick. Yeah. Like yeah. That,
2: that moment that happened to me in Mexico. Excuse me. It's so fast. Like yeah. right like it started counting down right when the guy said go on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like so it was like maybe 15 minutes of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, but it that that's that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Right? Like, am I dreaming this? Is this real? Yeah. Is this really yeah. is this you know? But then you go back to the principles that I explained understanding light, not wanting to dominate light. I am a part of light, not light. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Tumex had the greatest lightness. Mm. Remember that God is in you, but remember that God is not you. Mm. That's the dopest line. It Mm -hmm. is. It's
3: like... Peace mind and blessings mind. to Tumex. Yeah. Hope he gets up yes. for yes. a speedy
2: recovery. You know, man, I'm glad you you invited yes. me to this podcast because I do really love that brother, and I want him to know that my prayers are with him, and that we really love him and respect him, and you that really you know, yes, and he's gonna pull through.
3: Yeah, we all yes. love Tumex, yeah. and you know what? He also has a GoFundMe page. Yeah. If you love Tumex, how we love Tumex, uh, look for it and donate whatever you can.
2: Yeah, he's 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 like my hip hop mentor, man. That guy really kind of just. Showed me how to be an independent artist. Two is LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. represents. LA. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: true. And you know what? When you think about Two you think about hip hop, and mm-hmm. it brings a smile to your face. He's yeah. a beautiful yeah. being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will never see another Two
2: Yeah, we're gonna miss him. Like he's like one of those artists where you're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, he's gone.
3: You know, nah, like, he's still here. No, but uh,
2: what I mean is like, you know, that you, we didn't appreciate him as much as we needed to when he was. Yeah. He's still going to be here. Yeah. He's still going to pull through. I'm not saying that he's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like he if. should be way way more elevated mm-hmm. and and due to the fact that the industry is the way it is, and yeah. they don't yeah. feel like yeah. he's marketable, or mm-hmm. for whatever reason it is that they thought Tumex was not going to sell records, mm-hmm. they were completely wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and know, he's going to be that guy where you're like,
3: man, this guy, man, you know, he's, so he's so humble, yes. man. I, I was gonna, That's like I love about him. He's so yeah. humble. I, I was gonna go along the lines what you were just speaking on, but you know what? Let's pause that. But that was a great topic that you brought up. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Tumex right now. Sure. Yeah. You know what, man? Um, when I first heard about Tumex, well, I I used to DJ at Project Blowed from '97 to 2000. Oh, nice. Uh, when I first heard about Tumex, uh, we're having a, a special guest, Mike Nardone, one of the original KDA masters, You know, Mike Nardone. Yeah. But um, not to talk about that. But he played a clip of Tumex serving Fat Joe at Project Blowed. <laughs> wow. Yes. And what? he ripped them. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Fat
6: Joe didn't get love over here. Yeah, I know. when he first came to the Good Life, he didn't get that much. Well, love. you know, because he was big time. Bit. It took a little. longer He's big time. Yeah.
3: You know what I mean? But you know what? Like Fat Joe is a graffiti artist. Oh yeah, yeah. tats crew, all yeah. that yeah. good stuff. But you know what? Tumex hit him. Yeah, with a
6: catch. What's his name? Um, crack, crack. crack Joey Crack. Yeah, Joey Crack. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
3: but but you know what? Tumex got him.
6: Oh, he got, him. <laughs> he
2: got him. Yeah, Tumex is like from. Back, back in the day. Man. Oh, yeah. I remember Twix, him from the good life. Where it wasn't man. even from cool to be like a hip-hop artist. When you said you were a <laughs> hip-hop artist, let me see your bars. And then they laughed you. Know, they <laughs> laugh I, you. Think I seen him at the hip-hop shop back then, yeah. too. Oh, man. That man. The, the heck shop. My, my favorite yeah. stories from Tumex is that, you know, every time he would see us play, he would go, give me a shirt. Give me <laughs> a shirt. <And> then <laughs> I'm like, Tumex. It's, like, it's like extra large. Dude, like, I don't want to give you this shirt. He's like, give it to me. <laughs> puts it on. He's an energy, man. <laughs> yeah, energy. Tumex is the ultimate so, B-boy. Yeah, Tumex will always, like, I always have love for him because he will rock your shirt even if it's too small for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and on stage. Yep. On stage. And that's how cool he is because that's how, I mean, he would tell us, like, your lyrics are dope, this and that, mm. and this and that. But sometimes you're born in a time where it's just maybe – too. A lot of people explain my music sometimes as being over their head. You know, it's too, too deep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too. But I don't care. I don't. I mean, it's just. It is what it is. I'm not gonna not write mm-hmm. what ever the communication is that I took yeah. so long to get. Yeah. Because it's gonna sell. Then, and then I really got a question. Like, where I'm trying? Where am I trying to fit myself in? Am I trying to fit myself in a place where it's not even gonna? It's not even gonna be relevant. Yeah. Or can I staple myself in this, in this place, or or cement myself in this place of art, where someone will be digging in it and find a record and listen to it and go, what the
0: fuck? Mm. Who was this? You know, right. that's yeah. enough for me. <clears throat> you
2: yeah. know, as long as I connect with brothers like yourself mm. that said, man, I don't know what it was, but I listened to it and I I went and started hearing more, yeah. and so. That's that's all I'm doing it for, really. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, I, I'm I'm a pretty smart businessman. I have other businesses that I mm-hmm. that I work on. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I would love to tour and and do the things that I need to do because I think my kids would love to see that. Yeah, you know, they would love to see the interviews mm-hmm. and experience the experience that we all dream of when we start this thing. But it's not my goal. Mm-hmm. That's not one.
5: Do you want your kids following your footsteps? Yes. Definitely. Totally. Yeah. Whatever they want. You know, my, my
2: oldest son, he 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 wrote a um he wrote a, a whole rap album mm. when he was thirteen. What? Mm. Wow. Yeah. And I was I, I didn't want to be the guy in the studio <clears throat> telling them, Oh wait, do it like this. Oh so I just kinda here's Pro Tools. This is how you this is how you started, this is how you use the mic. Mm. I was there. You you didn't want to be the stage dad. I did not want to do that. I Mm -hmm, I wanted him to like learn, like
6: be his own man.
2: What I tell my son is, I go, I go, Olin, I go. Don't look for me for an answer. Look for me for a general explanation, so you can make your decision. Mm -hmm. And that meant in music too. Yeah, I wasn't going to be that, you know. So I was, but after I heard it, and I was like. Fuck man, I was seventeen when I started You're <laughs> fucking like, thirteen. You're on this whole project. Yeah.
5: Um You let him do it on his own. That's like the best, way to, cool, people, yeah. the best to way to teach people. That's the best way to teach. You don't want to sit there and like dictate everything. You wanna nah. say, hey, open your mind, this is the way you fucking do it. Yeah. And and,
2: and be frustrated with oh, how do I get this to record? And, uh, uh, it's like mm-hmm. that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. I, nobody was there. You know, I didn't have mm-hmm. no kick-ass mm-hmm. engineer telling right? me. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, for Jaguar Prophecies <laughs> and Evolution, I pretty much mixed and produced those records, mm-hmm. so I had to do it all. That was during the time of Pro Tools. Everybody was getting it, and you just had to just read the books and figure mm-hmm. it out and ask using? people. Yeah. And, and What uh,
6: equipment were using? You said the MPC and/or what was it back uh, then?
2: Uh, for for Jaguar Prophecies, I used a chord... Cork Triton. Oh shit. And for um, evolution I used um, uh, I used MPC one thousand mm-hmm. and I used the Cork Triton and Pro Tools. Damn, yeah. nice. So Those I, used are nice, very, I used a very I used a very and you know, I'm doing all this stuff, and I go, well, someone's going to find out that I'm not a really good producer. Now <laughs> like, I think about it, it's like, so silly, you know, you're right. so hard on yourself. When, mm-hmm. when You are your worst critic. Yeah. You exactly. are always going to be your worst critic yeah.
3: regardless of what the people do. Totally. You know? <laughs> do you have any sons with your song, right? Uh, sons, uh, songs with your son?
2: No, I have, reco- <laughs> you know, the only th- close thing I have to that is my daughter on the Calpuli record sang a Nahuatl song in the background. Oh, and nice. she was three when she did the oh show. wow So oh that's, 20. 20 that's <laughs> cool, that that cool. her there yep. um, but my, my all my kids um, it's cool I like to show I like to show them my whole thing because they they would uh, they they weren't very nice sometimes because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd have a show when, when the group split it wasn't like instant fame or shit mm-hmm. it was like you know I had to go play shows wherever and I did and one time I did a show when nobody was there mm. and my kids saw that And I kind of felt like, oh fuck, what am I teaching these guys? (laughs) But then they would see me do Mm -hmm. like a Conejo show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh dad, you should have did this song and you should (laughs) have (laughs) done that. So it's not like they said that, you know, I was like this, they didn't have faith in what Mm -hmm. eventually I was gonna get to this place, right? so I think in their hearts I'm planting a seed that there is room and freedom mm-hmm. if you make good life decisions to do whatever you want whether it be a painter whether it be a musician mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that, that you decide to do my son he decided to write an album at 13 and Man. he still writes lyrics and he still but he knows that the industry is not easy um, it's to get into it's, it's not I mean, he mm-hmm. sees my story like fuck it, what if I do it and I'm like my dad and <laughs> I'm not famous and rich and that's that's what they think the end result of doing yeah. this music is. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's not. I, my end result is like, you know, like I said, gathering the tribe, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and and I know it's going to result in a lot of success, but I have to be patient with
3: that. Yeah, definitely. That show that you did when you said there wasn't a lot of attendance, but you had your family there, did you still go hard?
2: Yes. Yeah. I, I showed them that, that, yeah, I play. I, it doesn't matter. I, I figured like. You did the show for them, yeah, like them or or anybody who was walking by, and they, oh shit, next thing you know, I did the thing, and it was like ten people around mm-hmm. me and and stuff, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a, a it was just that transition period from being very successful, being a part of a very because what that we played with Riza, ghostface, um Swan, we played with a lot mm-hmm. of really big accents so there was mm-hmm. a lot of fan base that that we had, and when i the group broke up or not broke up but just decided not to make music anymore I still continue on to do mm-hmm. so I wrote my my mixtape which is what I performed at Colonel Yeah, show. and so um I wrote that mixtape in 2012 oh the so thing about that like mm-hmm. I mean it, it, th- this is material that I have not I just never really had a huge platform to produce my mm-hmm. present my music in but I mean I think that the the writings that I have now And whatever platform I have now, it doesn't matter. I I have a lot to say about who we are and where we're headed as, as in general, Mm -hmm. as, um, and, and for my children. So they can go, well, I can listen to my dad's recordings and have some sort of sense of, yeah, of direction. Oh yeah,
5: dude.
3: You know, now that we're leading up to your new project. Why don't we stop now mm-hmm. and pay homage to the gods and have a smoke break? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And when we come back, we'd love
5: to talk about your new project. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: perfect.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah, like I don't like that preaching this on him, dude. That's it. I mean, other than that, like for for example, over here, I you. You didn't. You didn't fucking tell me how I should think. You. You said go figure out yourself. Whoa,
3: but, wait, 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 are we recording?
5: Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. It's not, it's not part of the podcast. We'll start. We cut. Let's yeah. start. Right. Let's start. It is you know me. I gotta. Give some leeway. But you weren't preachy. You you weren't preachy at all. And that's what I loved about it.
2: You know, that's funny because, I mean, back when I was playing El Voo, I asked one of our good friends who was really like, I felt like he was a fan. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, so what do you think? You know, what do you think? What do you think? And I was (laughs) all confident. And Mm -hmm. he's all, yeah, you guys are a little preachy. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm glad that you don't see it that way. I didn't see it at all. Not at all. At all.
3: Nah, it's what you want to hear. It's what you want to see. It's like.
0: (sighs) It's
2: funny because I was talking about an interview that I did with Husky Radio. It was hmm. a hip-hop radio show in L.A.
3: I used to be on their show. Oh, no way. There was two of them. There was Husky Ray and the other, like, where... Right.
2: I went to the one where there was a Pitbull and, like... Yeah. A, and oh wow. back of my yeah, house. That's the house. Yeah, that's the other
3: one. Yeah. OG. <laughs> yeah, the OG. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're brothers. Yeah, it's a yeah. long story. Yeah,
2: well, anyways, I liked that interview because I thought, again, I was going in confident. I mean, when it comes to my music, I'm pretty confident. Mm-hmm. I got to a point where it was that. And he hits me. He's like, so, first question. So... So, um, you're trying to turn everybody Indian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what <wow>. the fuck? <laughs> oh, damn it. God,
0: Boy, dude, damn, I'm I guess. Right.
2: No, you know what, dude? I, but I'm not. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm being me. Yeah. And if people f- relate with that story, right. You know, the truth. Cause you know, uh, uh, enough of, of, of hiding what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like. Where you, where you go, um, oh, you were talking about a racist person, Lou Reed. And mm. right? you saying, oh, fucking guy is fucking racist.
3: I can't say he's racist. The song sounded <laughs> fucked up. <Right. laughs> it not racist. Yeah, right? it did. You was know, this undertone mm-hmm. of
2: race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You know, where it's not, we, we don't come from North Carolina, we come from California. Yeah. Whole and in California, it's a different ballgame because ball? there's a yeah. bunch of fucking natives here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just don't call ourselves natives, it's been beaten out of us. Yeah, it's like like a torture if you were to think you were or even I understand why my grandmother and my grandfather didn't talk about it because they were terrified Mm -hmm. of the consequences. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, from being accused of being a witch to whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I want to tell that story. How come Mm -hmm. no one has ever told that story? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, why? Because. If they did, then we would understand that there's no reason why we should be afraid on our own land. Maybe it's yeah.
1: Maybe it's because like my dad changed his last name to find work. Right. You know, because back in the back in the day, like it was better to be black than it was to be Indian. So he had to change his last name to his stepfather's last name. That that's now my last name.
3: Yeah. And
1: and, uh, and um, my my family consistently you know refers to them as Mexican when they're not, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that really like I didn't really think nothing of it when I was a, when I was a kid, but now it just
3: like it fucks with me.
2: Okay, so now we know how you feel, but can we go around the room and see what everybody you know kind <coughs> of feels about that?
3: That's cool. That's a good. I wasn't gonna speak on that after you. That's. A great. Can I ask why though? Why do you feel that
2: that discomfort or or um like wh- why is it fuck with you?
3: Well,
1: it's just because you know it, I'm not I'm, you know you, when people talk about the white man or the Europeans, I mean you fucking miss me with that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we.
2: But what if it's fact?
1: It could be fact. I'm not. I'm not denying it. I'm not denying it. it's just that's just not how I feel. Right. You know because. You know, now that I'm a man, I'm a master of my own destiny. Sure. And I don't need to identify with my race, my gender, because that's not who I am. I was born into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I make my own lane. Sure. And um, yes, I, I'm very spiritual as far as like, you know, just being with one with, with, with who I am, mm-hmm. one with my friends and one with nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, hey, I, I, my name's Chris, I'm Indian, no. Mm hmm. I don't do that. Not that because I'm ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that I'm more than that. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm an asshole that swalks way too much. and has too many fucking opinions. Right. And that's just the way I feel. That right. we could. You know, once once you categorize yourself, you divide it. You you're dividing yourself, mm-hmm. and you you lose that contact with other people because, oh, this is my Mexican friend Julio, or this is a. I know this white chick up in the valley, you know, this is like, they're more than that. You know, mm-hmm. you're more than that. And I respect everybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel that, you know, we can't, we, you know, not without losing your own culture, but you know, we we shouldn't just put ourselves in that box and categorize ourselves like that.
3: Joe, how do you see it? His question. On the spot. <laughs> On the spot.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I just, um, I'm just my own person. I don't judge, and I don't want to be judged myself. So I just, you're my fellow friend, and that's how I see it. I would treat you how you treat me. You respect me, and I would respect you.
3: As far as your culture, though.
4: It's all around my culture. I know who I am. I don't go and put it out there, but I know who I am. And as long as I know who I am, that's all I need. I don't need anyone to tell me, oh, you're this, you're that. No, I'm my own person. I choose what I want in my life and how I'm gonna live it. And that's what I go by.
3: Interesting. I guess I'm in line here. (laughs) So, (laughs) the way I see it, I kinda see it as, you know, um, a generation thing. Um, I'm from Texas, San Antonio, the last uh, state or, you know, republic to lose Mexico to the U.S and it was a valiant fight. My last name is also Villa, so it comes down the line, I think, because uh, my mom was born here, my grandma was born here, but it was still Mexico, they lost, you know. Lost. So like what you were mentioning, um, my mom, my grandma, on their birth certificate, it says they're white. Hmm. And I, I <laughs> saw my mom's birth certificate, and I was like, hey mom, why does it say you're white? And I saw my birth certificate, it said white. Mm. And it said because in the 30s and 40s, they didn't allow it. There was no Hispanic. There was no... Ma- so yeah. they said you're either white. That's absolutely right.
1: Or you're black. Your grandpa. I heard
3: his, birth, his birth certificate says Caucasian on it. You know? And they said, hey, mom, we're not white. Why does it say that? I said because they didn't count us back then. So either you were black or you were white. And I was like, wow. Oh. So... Coming up, you know, uh, a single kid, you know, like no brothers, no sisters, like being brought up in a white world. I hate to say that, but and then trying to discover your native roots, because I felt I was different from the other white kids. They said I was was like, you're not white. And other kids, you're brown. Where are you from? (laughs) So I had to discover that on my own. And I discovered who i am a whole culture you know Mm -hmm. and i discovered it through hip-hop because it gave me my voice and whether like hey well i'm not black but i understand what they're talking about and then when i discovered aslan underground Tumex, omd of Mm -hmm. mexican descent Mm -hmm. i was like oh yeah because i'm not mexican i'm damn sure i'm not really american because the white people don't see me like that So, when I said OMD, I was like, yeah, of Mexican descent. I started taking my Chicano studies class and discovering who I am, you know, through groups like yours, Mm -hmm. through groups of Rage Against the Machine Mm -hmm. and Tumex. And I was like, wow,
5: this is who I am.
0: Hmm.
5: About you, Rick. I never really put too much thought into it, honestly. Um, I didn't discover, well, I mean, I I get a lot of the, uh, you're Mexican? Like, I know you're Mexican. Like, what the fuck do you think I am? (laughs) I have the accent, I have everything, you know? But um, I really didn't think about it until I was in the Army when you kind of mix up with different races from everywhere and you're like, holy shit, you're almost like it. I I got along with Puerto Ricans like crazy. But We had the same kind of customs and they party like crazy. (laughs) And I never fucking put thought into it until I started thinking about my grandma, you know, like she, um, everything's about plants for them. My mom, same thing, they love plants. And Mm -hmm. I started wondering, like, why is that, you know? And I found out, you know, my dad's side of the family they more Spaniard than my mom's side. My mom's side is mostly the, the Native Mexican, Native Indians over there. And I just started like doing my own little research, trying to figure out, all right, where my last name came from. Then you discover, you know, there's a there's a town in uh, Spain named Curiel, which is my last name. And then um, there's a there's a Hebrew name for Curiel as well. Um, so it's just, there's so many things, but I can't find anything, you know, solid, anything in writing saying, hey, this is where we came from. Mm-hmm. The closest I came to was Puerto Vallarta. The last thing in is prominent there. What else is prominent there? Spaniards. Mm-hmm. And then um, another thing that bother me was one of my uncles from my dad's side used to, this is stories from my parents, uh, so I don't know everything, but they used to look down at my dad for dating an Indian
3: what kind of Indian?
5: Just Mexican. I don't know. I don't, I don't know like the lineage on it. Um, my grandma, like the 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 closest person I ever talked to about, it was my grandma. Mm. And mostly growing up, I haven't told anybody the reason I got my tattoo of the Addams family because I used to describe the Addams family what they're talking about on a TV show to my grandma, and she you know she didn't know English, so I was trying to you know describe it to her, short, get her the humor, and she'll laugh about it. And I, I think that's where I got my humor from growing up. But um she told me, like, yeah, we're plant-based. We're, um, you know, we're people from the, the sun. We're people from this. But she wouldn't go into detail on it. Because my parents, you know, when, when I was growing up, we didn't learn Spanish. I mean, we learned Spanish right off the bat. But as soon as we were in a school, you're only going to focus on English. And I never got to master any, any of them, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking horrible at Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. But um, the curiosity's always been there to figure out these things. But there's nothing in, in writing that I can find on my dad's side, at least. My mom's side is almost impossible. There's so much uh inbreeding, if you will, mm-hmm. in, in, in that side of the family that I don't know where everybody's from. and I g I've I've I have uh, family in Tepeque, I have family in uh, Jalisco, Guadalajara, uh Donna Chiapas, it, it's just everyone. It's really hard for me to like to figure it out. And it came to a point where like, you know what, I just need to focus on me and we're not worried about that and just go straight ahead. But now that I'm older, you know, I'm like we're knocking at death's door. I mean, we're you know, we're in our forties. And I'm starting to look like I really want to figure this out, you know, yeah. eventually. And you came in, and I was like, I started looking into it again. So, yeah, right so one of these days I'll figure it out. Hopefully. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome, Lewis. What do you think, man? He's a straight tagger, dude.
6: Dude, this subject has came up in my head for so many, so many freaking years, man. And um, <clears throat> it was like, I grew up on hip hop, no joke. And what is it that when you hear hip-hop back in the 80s, it's like, it's a black culture. So, I started listening to so much hip-hop that my mom was like, este mijo, you know, why are you listening to to this this music? And I was like, mom, this is the shit I like. And she was questioning, like, what is wrong with my son? You know, this fool's like, he listens to black music. But I was like, mom, no, this is the shit I like. So little by little, you know, years later, I started growing up more and more, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Cypress Hill came along, and I'm like, wait a minute. It's not just black. They're Hispanic. So I started looking at, like, holy shit. This is another side of hip-hop. So they turned my whole fucking world around, so I was like, oh, shit. So I started questioning, what the fuck am I? I know I'm Mexican, but I never was into, like, Brown Pride. I used to see all these Brown Pride magazines and shit, I'm like nah, that can't be that.
1: It's fucking teenage old dick. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I didn't, I didn't want to like
6: represent the brown pride culture. Why it's fucked up? Like I hate to say this, but it was like nah, dude, I'm hip hop.
3: I think it's like what, well, I don't know. Well, like what I think when you're saying, you know, like you're saying, you know, uh, stereotypically it's black music. Yeah, I think it's that calling from our our native soul, our
6: soul <coughs> from the the. The
3: sound of the drums. Yeah. The and, and dude, the that
6: drums. that's what got me. Like the music. It's the drums, It's like, holy shit, I got into the music.
5: It's the beat of your soul, man. Yeah. yeah. So I got
6: into the music. Then I'm like, wait a minute. It's not just hip hop. It's not just African music. It's the Aslan music, the Indian music. You know, it's all inter- inter- interconnecting all yeah, of a sudden. I'm like. It's the sound of that drum. Man. I it seriously used to be like the outcast in my family. Because everybody was into like, you know, rancheras. I like rancheras, but I was more into the hip hop shit. So when I used to kick up with my family, it was like, I used to pinch cholo, you know, he's over there fucking <laughs> listening to fucking hip hop and, and, and la musica de negro.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
6: didn't give a shit. I was proud to do that shit. Like, yeah, I like this hip hop shit. I don't give a fuck what my family says. It's the drum, man. It's, it's the call yeah. of the wild. And it's, it was like so the... fucking spiritual to me at that moment. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick to this fucking music. I don't care what people say in a drum circle yeah, put that drum exactly, on and it'll, it'll so call out the, the I would, warrior I would like right? any that's why when you say like hip hop to me hip hop when I hear hip hop music it's all about the drums mm-hmm. you can make any fucking music hip hop when you put drums to that shit
3: any culture will get along through exactly the drums exactly so mm-hmm.
6: like all my friends were everything they weren't just Mexican they, they were everything Yeah. so I started questioning my fucking my whole thing like what the fuck am I you know I'm not yeah, I was born in Mexico. I'm still not American citizen. I'm still, you know, I still have fucking, mm-hmm. I'm, I still got a green card. You know, Trump's what I mean listening, not? dude. Yeah, I still got a green card. <laughs> They're gonna build a wall on the podcast. <laughs> so you stop. So it was like... <laughs> good. So to that, to this, to this day, I'm in my forties. I'm still like, fuck, dude. I'm just a human being, mm-hmm. dude. That loves fucking music. Fuck every whatever the fuck people say that you are. I'm human.
2: I mean, I, I guess what I'm. <clears throat> what the purpose of the question was is to kind of like go around the room and kind of Mm -hmm. see like for some people it was like so absurd they was like now you don't even put focus on it Mm -hmm. another person was oblivious of it but i knew who i was another person identified with it Mm -hmm. right one was curious Mm -hmm. and one another oblivious Mm -hmm. isn't that sad that we come from people who have tracked stars for twenty six thousand years? Nope. We can go back to our abuelos that far. <coughs> now we can't even identify with mm-hmm. our great great grandfather. Well, I could well, I could well, totally yeah.
1: identify with my great grandfather. Well, I mean, just I oh, guess
2: yeah. I'm I'm just speaking from my perspective. Yeah. Well, you know he, what I mean. I'm not trying to judge or say anything. I'm just saying no. the impact. The impact. It's not a gentle impact. Mm-hmm. Yet. Yeah we talk about it mm-hmm. in any sense, as if it isn't. But if, if the Holocaust happened two weeks ago, we'd be revved yeah. up about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But since our Holocaust never really ended, yeah, because but it's, we were swept under the rug, mm-hmm. because there was no place to put Mexican on exactly. our birth certificate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also there beautiful was, yep. that we can talk about yeah, it. We could.
1: Yeah, I mean, make no mistake, I know I'm descendant of the knee there you go. You know, I know More I'm just in. I know yeah. I'm center in the knee.
2: Yeah. So and that I, that's that's a beautiful thing to <coughs> grab on I'm not saying we're bad or any of that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, in the moments, the reason I write the poetry I write is because in the moments of my solitude. I can talk to whoever I want to talk to, whether mm-hmm. it's true or not. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking to whatever it is, and I dig it's it, bro. I dig it. I mean?
1: I, I'm, I'm digging this conversation. Like, yes, yeah, I, ca- I kept myself out of it not because I didn't have an opinion on it, but I wanted to listen. Yeah, because yeah, cool, you, you, yeah. you had like some knowledge. One. You had some knowledge to tell. Yeah, and then I enjoyed it. I mean, I I enjoyed it as a listener, yeah. not mm. as a podcaster. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 uh, just to clarify, I mean, like. I do know where i come from yeah i know you're the you first know? one
2: that told me like that, <laughs> this and that i'm yeah. like Fuck, yeah brother <laughs> like a bigger brother you know yeah.
3: <laughs> hey you know what's great man you know um about you coming to our show and and joining us for tonight um that your your essence your being just your um you being here right. gets to spark that up yeah. and yeah. i think that's a wonderful and beautiful thing because before our last show, it was a different subject. Our last show was something else. Yeah. yeah. But tonight, with your presence, you know, uh, it's metaphysical. Yeah. It's, it's an t- energy t- that t- we can t- tap into t- that is also us. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And I'm glad you said that because it goes along with what we're talking mm. about, right? It's 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 the the final st- uh, exclamation point on decolonization. Here it is. The truth is, I can't prove that I'm from the Aztec culture, Mm -hmm. right? But I don't care because they're liars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They lie. They just lie about everything. Everything they do is a lie. Everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. Everything. The richest person in the United States was Rockefeller, Mm -hmm. who sold snake oil and continues to sell snake oil in Mm -hmm. different forms as long as you believe it. As long as you believe it, it'll cure you. As long as you believe if you take this snake oil thing, Mm -hmm. it'll cure you, Yeah, but they lie. And that's all I'm pointing on that. So if they can lie, then I'm gonna bake the biggest lie and say I am connected directly Mm -hmm. To the Aztec, Mayan, Toltec, Olmec people, prove me wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where do you see culture now, as far as like social media, the distraction of, of fake news and and all that? I know I didn't want to get I didn't want to get political, but I mean, I think that we're doing it to ourselves. Of course, and I mean, there's no, there's no. I mean, because of it,
2: comfort, though it's because of comfort.
1: It's not, no, it's just, it's just we're. we're a. We're used to being safe. We wanna be safe. We don't wanna we don't wanna feel pain. We don't wanna feel you know, discomfort. We wanna we wanna be distracted, we wanna be medicated, we wanna be sedated by, by mindless social media. Kobe Brian died, whatever, and everybody was it's an all uproar, but this week you don't hear shit about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're on to the next thing. And then I see I see the younger generation that i I'm Generation X. Mm. And I see the generation, the two two generations, you know, ahead of me. And I see them just trying to latch on to whatever cause. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And and I'm not saying they have nothing to complain about, but to out people for the most ridiculous reasons. Mm -hmm. When there's such a when there's a bigger enemy at play Mm -hmm. and they're falling into their trap. Because what it is, it's classic strategy if you play chess it's divide and conquer mm-hmm. and they're dividing
2: us as a people right I, I, you know and, and from they're dividing um i wrote in a verse of mine I said connection with myself is where they robbed me
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> connection with my own self is where they robbed me because i believe that if i have those shoes i'll be better i yeah. believe if i have that house i'm gonna be cool i believe that my career is legit because i have a fucking platinum plaque on the wall right connection with myself is where they rob me where it's evident that whatever i'm writing you guys are interested enough to have me here and mm-hmm. listen to me mm-hmm. yeah so then they have no power i have ultimate power because it's what i'm writing that makes you guys want to sit me down yeah. and listen to my thought process yeah. do you understand that? Yeah. that that's where it's like we've feel like this is impossible task when all they have is the illusion that you're believing you're believing their illusion you understand mm-hmm. like we believe it like my, my partner tells me oh I, um i think they're gonna censor me if i do this in on social media i go jenny it's a corporation established by a person who owns <coughs> it and if he fucking says yeah i don't want that shit on there he's gonna take it off yeah oh that's not my rights my <laughs> you're using you're you're in
1: somebody else's living room
2: and exactly, you're shit and you're trying to fucking turn the lights off and fucking turn the t v on and blast the radio, mm-hmm. and then someone's not going to go, hey, I don't fucking like that that's against my business policies mm-hmm. like uh, I'm trying to make money off this mm-hmm. fucking thing, not
5: yep.
2: I'm not trying to fucking further your cause mm-hmm. so don't get up uproar about. Instagram going offline because so-and-so said this and whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? It's a a a fucking corporation that owns it. I mean, they fucking tell you right there. Fucking the the Facebook dude. Yeah, all right, fuck it. What information do you want? I have it all. It's a mirage, though. It's, right. it's you know like, oh, 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 Let's have this fucking long legislative fucking mm-hmm. conversation about bullshit and make them think that we're doing shit and we're not really doing shit. <laughs> like, like let's <laughs> impeach the president. Yeah, let's fucking take four weeks and talk about it and fucking say, yeah, look at how close we got. Oh my God, look mm-hmm. at how close it is. Oh. oh, by the way, he's still gonna be your president
3: mm-hmm. yeah. for the next four
5: years. Uh, it, and they knew that going in. They, they knew, knew that they fucking knew going in. Man. It, it makes yeah. me laugh because you know what it is?
1: It's, the two P, two presidents have. Been been impeached and those two presidents never left office right <laughs> yeah that, that hey, tells you everything you know that what it is tells you everything it's my point
2: mm-hmm. they lie so if they lie then i am an entity created from the universe that landed on a powerful planet and can live in truth and that defeats all lies mm-hmm. and
1: that is true and it's the only thing we could do is wallow in our own truth, and and gather little allies to to share our vision, to and share our passion. But see you guys, it's you But you hot, know what you're hot, sounding you and just,
2: describing. You're describing our old culture. Yes, yes. Like Aslan, just, you're describing yes. Mexico. You're yes. describing all these places that had little tribes that lived outside the big city, and then all of a sudden, you know, they got ceremonial and then boom 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 and then boom there's a civilization mm-hmm. right. i'm like Lika. this is my tribe
6: but right. see at the right. end right. It's, it's, all, it's about yourself oh, i'm sorry man i <coughs> my fucking voice because i painted earlier man sorry but <coughs> um i think it all comes down to like just being yourself man yeah when it comes down to it do, like it's all about I you guess man. the
2: purpose of my question and it, and it went alongside what <coughs> you're saying mm. right and, and, and putting it all together the big piece right yeah we can like like if you if you met somebody who was a survivor of the Jewish Holocaust, I um, I know I know a couple. okay, and and you're sensitive to them, right? You're completely automatically right away mm-hmm. sensitive to their their struggle. But for us, our story is like, oh yeah, that happened a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but but like, I I think that sensitivity and empathy is just such no, a, it's it's it's, it's recognizing your road like. It's Why a, don't I know where my abuelo comes from? Mm-hmm. Why don't I know that? Why don't I know that? I think it's unfortunate that you don't.
1: I mean, I really, I mean, I really wish you did, mm-hmm. because it puts. But you know what? Because it gives you a sense of root. But you know, you know what? It it um it puts you on not this path. Not superiority. But you root. you not knowing where you came from puts you on a path. Mm-hmm. And you are the man you are today. You are the artist you are today. Sure. Because of that. Because Mm -hmm. of that mystery, that can Mm -hmm. never be solved. Right,
0: but but you're on
1: you're on that journey.
2: But I planted my own self, though. Yeah, I I planted my own self in 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 uh, in in my own reality, right? In my own reality, I planted my own self and declared myself that. Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm. like the the group I mentioned before, Black Sabbath. Mm -hmm. They have a master of reality. Mm -hmm. You mastered that. Metallica what are that master of illusion mm-hmm. That's your puppets all right well the same principle but if you think about it, do you think that people that look like us with you know the sloped forehead, the prolonged nose, our skin tone spoke this language a thousand years ago mm. agreeing on the same topic They didn't speak
1: Spanish a thousand years ago They
3: were speaking our na- but now look how we're talking and we're all in this still in the yeah. same group talking the same mathematics the same principle
1: your race is a, is a very young race
3: our race is only you're, what 1500 years old. like we're all mestizos, but the people was, that look like us
1: because your your a, um you're a, ancestors were victims of yeah. rape rape and in, in the spanish conquest was
2: it a victim what, what, or what did I'm we adapt out, and i and i get it i get i get what you're doing yeah i get i no, get no, what you're doing i get where, what, like we're in 2020 and there is no raping of women no 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 no, 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 I'm
3: not not, was it it victimizing or we were adapting because we're still here we're just we're we're still speaking a common
2: but we I did I did this show once I did this show once at 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 a community healing event Mm -hmm. right and it had a very like it wasn't as stern as you in terms of the med- the message, mm-hmm. like like you're very stern about it. Like, look,
1: this is where I'm at. No, no, no,
2: no, no. I'm
1: just, I'm, I'm just I'm just engaging, right? You know, but
2: just, I I feel it. No, every no, dude, don't don't don't. Tell. I hope it doesn't come off as me being any. No, any no, 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 no. I, what I'm saying is that I I I did this show at this community healing, which is more hippie. Like, yeah, uh, everybody, everybody should love everyone. Like, right. Like that's what your, your, your native grandfathers believe that like, we're all connected and we're all in love and we're all this and that. And I went, wow, I'm going to really dominate here. Like this is, they're going to understand my perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm going to talk to them and boom, I do my material and I get good response. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I didn't get good response, but some were offended, Mm. offended, offended. Like how dare you come here, come here. And ruin my good vibe.
0: What?
2: Like, like, like a Nazi looking at me, going, "How dare you? Yeah. Yep. Fuck up my tranquil crystal! Like, how dare you make me think? How dare you tell me the truth yeah. of your story? That's what I'm hearing in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to. What I'm trying to tell my tribe is. Throw, throw your, your fish hook in the ocean yeah. and see what you come up with on your own. Exactly. That's it. You That's know what? all. No. Now, when you do that, don't be surprised if you pull up an old shoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if you pull up a piece of trash. Because you're fishing. You're fishing. Something abruptly took it from you like they took the Nazis from and they but more worse, worse than that. Yeah. I'm not trying to harp on it, but yeah. once you see that reality, then you go, "Fuck, I've survived so much." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can live through anything.
3: Can I jump in there for a quick right? second? Am I
2: wrong? About not thinking Definitely not. not. No. Like I've survived no. rape, displacement, pillage, land fucking taken away from mother no, Assi- no. It's so assimilation much, assimilation so much that if i asked my grandmother if she was alive i said grandma what native tribe she'd be like i'm the <laughs> devil yeah <laughs> that's how bad it was mm-hmm. that's what i'm pointing out they treated life. you like pagans back in the day it's worse. Yeah. worse 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 than that, you. But you know what? He always made it's always. It just didn't happen on a TV or a documentary, yeah. or you know. Think about it. the The newspapers they're all yellow and written and printed, and who knows even what the fucking word says, right? Because there weren't perfect presses, right? And that's the story yeah. that we have of our genocide. and You know what? No, opinion. my friend, no. Somebody's when opinion. When I went into my fucking first sweat lodge, mm-hmm. the elder. I'm in there scared as fuck he looks at me looks at everyone it's like, oh. you guys you guys sweat before you, you, you sweat you sweat before mm. huh I fucking looked at him terrified I was like no I've never sweated boom he closes the door then maybe in a past life mm. boom he closes the door and boom we start hitting the fucking uh, f- mm. fucking tripping in there dude I'm ready to leave This is not, this is, my whole grandma's pulling me out of there. You're a Christian, you're not Indian, you're, and then wham. You don't remember this? You don't, Mm -hmm. this is home. Mm -hmm. This is real home. Struggling, sweating, feeling the heat, hearing the native songs. I found
3: home. Mm Hmm. I I, I I think our history is on books that have never been printed.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's us up to us to talk about it. And not to take away from the topic you guys were speaking on. No. We can pause that. And, man, you were talking about earlier when you were talking with your sound man. And he didn't really quite have the music ready. But sometimes when you kick a poem, when you kick your message, sometimes you don't need the drums. Sometimes the drums are in your head or in the rhythmical pattern that you write your rhymes to. Because the
1: music's already in you. Yeah.
3: And when you recite those, we can hear it in your song. If you want to, I think you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. And I'm the person to ask, if you could... Would you please
2: share some of my stuff? Yes. If you would, one second. Um, Let me just text this.
3: Okay, and you can feel the energy right now, (laughs) guys. Did you feel that (laughs) shit? Um, All right. Um,
2: uh, Of course, you know. um,
3: Everybody, everybody turn our phones off. On our (laughs) staff,
2: Um, we're professionals. We have
1: our phones off already. Uh, right. All <laughs> um, of a
3: sudden,
2: <laughs> no, nah, it's still on. I'm, I'm, all I'm,
1: I'm right, bullshit. don't break the
3: energy, man. <laughs> Go for it, man.
2: Uh, first, I'm honored Did you guys want to hear my music. Hell yeah! And, and, and it's and the first
3: that. topic on my mind, <laughs> 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 and you
2: know, I I don't I write this in a humble way. I don't take credit for it. I just know that that somehow, some way, it chose me to to express it. You know, and I express it in a certain way. So I'm honored uh i'm nervous <laughs> and I, you know everybody's like why well, are you fucking play in front of so many people and this and that and i go but when it's intimate like this yeah. it's like our oh, eyes are on you and and you don't want to mess it up
3: could i please introduce you sure of course how do you like to be introduced As zero or elvu
2: zero zero is good zero elvu is good and uh and I, I think one is coming to me so i'll just spit the one that's coming to me
3: you know what this is like podcast zero elvu right on. please I dream
2: in real time. Effortless motions of heart and mind. My spirit sublime even through all their crime. I'm rooted to time. No longer have to search for what I can't find. This love has always been there. Like the transparent air. The wind can't be seen, but it doesn't mean it's not there. It Surrounds everything. Every plant. Every animal. Every human being. I could see beyond the smoke. Of which my ancestors spoke. This world is a joke, it just ain't funny anymore. They're trying to send us off to never-ending war without rhyme or reason. But you can't have my children. They were given to me by the sacred tree, implanted in me. I'll teach them to see beyond the lies and the greed. I didn't water your seeds. I planted my own. I showed them their home made of ancient stone so they don't have to roam like a dog with no home. Because deep in their heart, is a powerful flame that controls the brain, that melts the chain, that dries the rain brought here by Spain such a long time ago. I'll pull back my bow just to let you know you can't have my soul. It comes from the sun. It comes from the earth. The contractions have started. She's starting to give birth to a new reality where everyone can see what's going on in this world. This was never a new world. Plato wrote of this land. Don't be so naive. Use your heart to expand. No drugs you take will ever help you understand. This was given to you when you were born the truth can't be written down on pieces of paper it can never be torn words of light from an artist made of blood and corn goddamn goddamn wow
3: thank you
1: mm-hmm. wow, wow. Just, that was beautiful
3: thank you for that
1: dude i do a, i used to do a lot of spoken word and i got to say
2: that fucking name, man
3: I closed my eyes Through that whole thing And I saw I, Were you sitting down The whole time
2: Yeah I was sitting down
3: mm-hmm. In my head I saw you just Like <laughs> standing up Just Like I saw something else I just had my eyes Closed the whole time nah, It's I very the, powerful man Felt the fire you're, you're, dude
1: I I always like how When, when writers They they, um, they visualize Their words Yeah And they uh, It's kind of like a Word play Totally and um, I could I could see I could see uh, pictures as you speak. Nice. I didn't have my eyes closed. I was looking right at you. Wow. And I could see I could see pictures when you speak. And I really appreciate when writers do that. I mean, that's when that is that is to me. You know, and, and I like I like to read a lot. You know, literature. That's 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 the marking of a bona fide writer. Man, nah. oh, wow. when, was... when they could take you where you, where you need to go and when they could visual, where you could visualize it. Wow. You know, uh, Stephen King had that had that within him. Right. Uh Gregory Corso, mm-hmm. ha, you know, my favorite one of my favorite writers, Charles Bukowski. Mm-hmm. They all have that, that that knack where like you could see him in a, in a, in, a, in a fucked up hotel room eating that candy bar for the day. That's what I saw when you were when you were spitting right now.
2: You know, I I, I love this kind of a compliment because you took it out of the context of like being uh, like you're you're referencing other indi- uh, other mm-hmm. things to complement a poem, right? Yeah. You didn't go oh like look at this poet or this poet did this or this mm-hmm. hip hop artist did this or whatever. You're referencing oh this book by this person yeah. and that's how I write my stuff. Yeah. I, I go oh yeah. How I write mm-hmm. my lyrics is I like looking at visual art. Yeah. And I go, well, if they can tran- do exactly what you're explaining through yeah. photo or, or, um, or um, painting, I want to do that through work. Yeah. How can I do that? And you giving me this feedback. Yeah. Thank you so much.
3: I, I was definitely transcended, man, because um, like, I was lifted, but that got me high. <laughs> yeah, that got me high
2: that's the intimacy part that I kind of feel comfortable with because I mean like I said I I put a lot of like I'm trying to prove something like I told you a few minutes ago I'm from that place yeah that philosophy my heart my rhythm my connection it's from there and this is how I'm going to prove it through my word just my word simple word yeah, and, and it's not simple. I used to, I used to be, a, I used to be a part of.
1: <laughs> I used to be a part of the Lemert Park poets, and you could just, and and with that that, but that artist we were talking about, you know, you could just tell when somebody has a passion, somebody has a gift, and somebody has skills, and then somebody's just faking it. Oh, there's bullshitting it. I, I think, and, and, and you know, and it's not, it's not that they're, they're bullshitting us. They're bullshitting themselves. That they that they have the ability to do this, and then when you get like bona fide writers like
3: this guy right here, I see what where you're you taking know? it, but it's like I think it's just that voice from our ancestors that we instinctively hear, and it's it's our it's our DNA, man. Like we just cling to it, and it like it just makes you fly with the words. It's, yeah. Wherever your imag- where wherever you got that from, you took us there yeah. through our native. You know, our native calling, our blood, mm-hmm. our DNA, like. Like I, I always, I, I, I saw that movie the Slam. God of Voice. Like, see that movie mm-hmm. Slam? No. With um, um,
2: Sal Williams. Mm-hmm. Sal Williams, yeah, Sal he's Williams. a great poet. Right, so I saw that movie Slam and he did this spoken word there. And I went, wow, that's such a dope ass mm-hmm. representation of African presence. Yeah, Like a spirit that just fucking went, this is my mm-hmm. l- human experience being African, traveling through whatever I did and surviving whatever I did. Mm-hmm. I want fuck, I want to write something like that. And so that's what I wrote mm-hmm. to f- right. <clears throat> go, okay, this is my version of what he just did. Not better. I don't want to be better than him. Mm-hmm. I just want to write one that that is in that same ballpark. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Sal Williams poem zero poem oh yeah that's kind of similar you know like not being like him but yeah like going up to bat like I'm a poet too I I, I could write things about a horrific past Yeah, just as good as anyone
3: else you know it's inspiring, so man. It's, it's inspiring. inspiring. It's like, wow, it's our culture, but you're the God of the voice of that.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah. I'm honored. It's coming through. through. I'm, yeah. I'm honored to be through. from Los Angeles. It's cool. I'm honored to represent a lot of the individuals that are, you know, giving me props mm-hmm. about anything like that. You know, that I carry you guys in my heart and that I'm a humble servant in that way. Because I really love this city. My, my grandfather came here in the 30s. Wow. So we've been here for a long time. Yeah. You know, and, and to be a native... Um, who suffered whatever they suffered through and still be here and still have presence and mm-hmm. still have an audience and just still get compliments like you, brothers. I was really honored to get that. It's well, I mean,
1: it's it's, it's not even a compliment, man. I mean, it's just my honest opinion of your work. Yeah. Well, you know, I took it as a good compliment. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, really, I, really, I really dig it. Mm. I really dig it. I mean, what do you, when you write, What what inspires you to write? Like is, is it a moment or is this something you do every day? Because I mean, like I have to get inspired. I mean, yeah. and then I was at, I was at a point where like I was like I have to write a poem a day. I have to write a poem a day. Right, that makes you better.
0: It does, that but like better. a
1: lot of those poems suck. Right, but, that, you're, but they're are forced. Yeah, yeah.
2: But that's that that's the whole process. I mean, I remember when I when I used to write my rhymes. You would probably relate more with me in this in this regard because it's not <laughs> poem. No, but it was more like. Okay, I got the beat. Everybody's there. I gotta finish my rhyme, <laughs> and it's like it just never—not the best shit I've ever written. That that poem took me a long time to write. Oh yeah, it took your because, whole lifetime. Because I'm fucking with the fine tooth comb. Just, yeah. yeah. Like like how did I make a, a my favorite line in that in that poem is um uh it uh that melts the chain. That dries the rain yeah. brought here by Spain. Yeah, I try to make those words right. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's that is crazy, that, but, but it, make no, them but, powerful too, man. But it makes
6: a lot of sense, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? when you so metaphorically, when you metaphorically, you know, it's a metaphor, man. Yeah, it like it just gives you those visuals. I got those visuals immediately. Mm-hmm. Right, I started thinking like, wow, this is this is a painting in the being right now, man. Like you know, you could actually visualize
2: see and 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 there you go like mm-hmm. he just the artist he, he solidified what i draw inspiration mm-hmm. from yeah. paintings mm-hmm.
1: he's he's one of my muses man i mean i, I listen to his music i write to it nice. i see his paintings i write to it yeah. Whose paintings
3: keens bagos <laughs> right. i just so, jumped in man you know what now that you guys said that paintings do you paint i don't paint who did your logo the aloo <coughs> shirt it, it was like that
2: um we had several um graphic designers and a lot of artists would pitch in because they were so inspired by the music they're like look what i drew you know Mm -hmm. and they were just like okay cool and then i i kind of for el vu i i wanted to be the and i and i'm saying this with a grain of salt and and this is where i really want to check myself is like i wanted to be like the rizza right like control all the aspect Mm. control all the concept Mm. And to my detriment it, it it led to my group not being here anymore. Yeah. But I still will not let it go mm. because it's a painting. It's a painting. I, I'm painting stuff. You know, now that we're talking about like you painting. gotta trust me not because I know the right answer, but because this is the result. You yeah. compose these albums, these yeah. these the, it's not just your body of work. It's right. yeah, exactly. It's not just writing lyrics, it's engineering it it's mixing it it's it's the graphic design it's the whole thing and i understand why the mm. risa was about that mm. yeah you know he had a he
3: vision. vision now that we're talking about art and the paintings vision.
2: that's it the vision mm. yeah. and
3: that's visions it. in the visual art you know uh let me invite you we're doing our 420 show okay oh, cool, cool. april what 18th The saturday
1: this saturday yeah, yeah. this so, saturday uh no, 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 April, no, no April April April, April. like okay. a four
3: twenty okay, type okay, of okay. thing. Okay. So uh, we're gonna be DJing me and DJ Mino, right. and we're probably gonna have you know we're we're gonna be make you know playing the music, sure, the audio part, and a lot of my friends I invited them from the CBS family. But if you would like to provide you know lyrics, sure. or paint something for them, right, or perform, or, or lyrics because sure. it's invite only while they paint. Sure. If you would like to come through. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'll be cool because yeah. we're gonna be playing the beats, right? And if you can, you know, um, do your lyrics, sure. or you know, you see what they're doing and you vibe with that, right? Uh, that'd be very cool. And yeah. we're putting that together. We decided today, and uh, a lot of the our team, well, you know, graffiti people, uh, CBS, a lot of my friends, whoever you bring, yeah. uh, is gonna be. Artist here, painting. Sweet. So oh, if man, you would like cool. to come through, we yeah, I'll check my schedule. Extend I mean, that invitation to sure, you. Sure, sure, sure.
2: I'm honored, man. Like, I, I really like vibe with anybody who vibes with what we're saying. And, yeah, and we're we're on the same page, man. Yeah. Like, exactly. I, I, I like the intellectual part that comes. It's such a it's a diverse kind mm-hmm. of podcast. You know, you have um, so many different um, uh, perspectives, Point. you know, and angles. Yeah. You know, so it's cool. I like but, it. Yeah. and I'm down. I'm totally down. I, f- I had a fucking
1: question I was going to ask, and <laughs> I forgot. It. Sorry, I got a headache. It's cool. So I mean, Pets, I don't forget another, okay, that
2: okay, date. I could share another poem. I
5: could... Um, if you I'll could. Whatever. You guys want to hear that? I, I want Absolutely. to. Yeah. yeah? Please yeah. do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Let me record this one.
3: <laughs> I can't wait to hear that shit back. Okay, but okay,
1: before we get started, sure. I, wanted, I wanted to ask you something, because... Sure. The, would you just... Uh, would you just would you just you know spit out something mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's oh, it was well, very happens. carefully written and, I, and and I, and, I, and i I felt it yeah like it wasn't just like talking out of your ass, no, every word was just there and and not one word you know it needed every bit of that, every word in there it needed to be there right there was no there was no you know like bullshit there was no there was no those on no segue mm-hmm. it all needed to be there mm-hmm. Now, do you freestyle at all? You don't freestyle at all because you seem like a very, like meticulous writer.
2: Yeah. No. I I I forego the freestyle for masterpiece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I, I if I recorded it and 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 I recorded it onto a, a, a any kind of track, I felt like it was a masterpiece. Yeah. And that kind of gives away from the trying to make something rhyme on the fly yeah you know I really want to be specific about what I'm saying
1: yeah and it, it seems that way I just just a lot of hip-hop artists are in, you know with my limited knowledge because we got experts here mm-hmm. but they seem to have like a multi bilingual style they, there's a um, freestylers there's battle rappers yeah, and, and yeah there's lyrics. you could be really
2: good at freestyling yeah but when it doesn't translate into an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You could be a really good album person, but it like my freestyle is going to be like, oh man, this fucking freestyle Like I It's either it's, or. It's funny because, you know, you asked me like, what do I do to get into this mode of writing? And it's usually I'm writing and I think of the first line. And once I think of the first line, that could be, I'd be crossing the street. yeah, mm-hmm. And I think of the first line and I'm like, and I still don't write it down. And so I go home and then I'm like, oh, wait, but this word rhymes with this. Mm -hmm. And then so I'm it's already starting to write itself. Yeah. And then you put the beat and then and then and then it just evolves. You know, sometimes you put the beat. And I think when I write with the beat, I have to at least hear it a hundred times. I have to hear that beat at least a hundred times before I start memorizing it and just really crafting Hmm. word into it.
3: Hmm. And on that note, Chris.
5: Zero, if you would please. Sure. We'll end it on this or the two hour mark. Yeah,
3: cool. Okay.
5: Take us home.
2: It's not my fault I was born with this brown face. It's not my fault that my ancestors didn't understand your concept of race. Dislike a man just because of his tan. Now it's illegal and banned to want to live on your own land. They strip away our children just to plant the seeds of fear in them. U.S.-sponsored terrorism With the force of a Gestapo, no heart like a narco, black hearts like a lumpico, waving your American flag. How angry and mad as ICE takes away an immigrant dad. This whole world's turning into Palestine, desensitizing the mind, keeping the masses in a loop of time, while the rich elites get away with the crimes against humanity. With arrogance and vanity, this is insanity. Genocide is at the border. This is law and murder by executive order. Shoot to kill like they do all the animals. Beat down the activists and the radicals. This will teach them to think or even question the rule of law. But thieves and liars will eventually fall. Mother Earth will eat them all and spit them out as flowers again. Into the infinite we spin. Too complex to comprehend. Swallowed by my mother Tonansin, where all life ends. Swallowed by my mama Tonansin.
0: Where all life
1: ends. Damn it. That's beautiful. Damn it. <clears throat> man. See, that, that, that's what I'm talking about. It's I didn't even thing. want to breathe,
5: man. <laughs> right? <laughs> I couldn't take a breath, dude. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Oh, uh, dude. I, I'm speechless. <laughs> I am. That's fucking powerful, dude. Yeah, he blessed us. I
3: feel blessed. Like, yeah.
5: To, yeah, man. Thank not you. Like, thank I, you I, very like, much for coming yeah. down, man. It was well, really an honor to have you here. I, I was like
3: the, was the spirit to. of Martin Luther King. Like,
5: you <laughs> can hear
3: like the, you can really hear like the, the energy, the, the energy dude. The, 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 Yeah, it's I can't energy. even. I'm speechless. I can't even yeah. describe it's it. It's
1: it's like it, it's you paint interesting colors of frustration. <laughs> when, right. When you when you, when you uh, and it's not it doesn't come from an angry place. It doesn't seem yeah. it comes from like, fuck, get off my fucking neck already, please. I need to get up.
2: <laughs> yes. For them, for my kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how see that's how I'm glad you described it that way because for over five hundred years that's what's been happening and more. Yeah. Now get it off my kids' neck. Yeah. Cause I'm here and I'm profound enough to explain to them that they're beyond this reality. Yeah. Catch them up with the light of the, the, the information of light. Yeah, and understand yeah. and put them in a perspective to enjoy their experience. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the
3: kind of doing. shit you take a deep breath to, like...
5: It wasn't even the word. It was just, like, the energy coming yeah. through it's it, man. The, emotion, the, un- the unsaid man. stuff the emotion. is what came through for me for some reason. It makes your blood Well, just that
2: poem was in response to Trump's presidency mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. people think. Like, if you told me, what's your rhyme about Trump and your take that's it right mm-hmm. That that poem that i just said is exactly it right?
1: see mine would have been just like fuck that
0: guy. he's an idiot <laughs> right yeah, trump, mean, he's a trump. You know, mm-hmm.
2: but you know i have to think in in many levels yeah right because there's somebody as eclectic as you who is actually well read and and all that stuff and there's people that don't read a book at all yeah and so you have to their version of trump is like he's a racist thing i know he's nothing but in their eyes, he's such a big thing. Yeah. Well, this is what I think about whatever he wrote, whatever he passed, whatever legislation, mm-hmm. whatever my take on that is that poem. It's
3: mm. like that, a
2: man just because of his tan. Now it's illegal and banned to want to live on your own land. Yeah, I really, really like that line.
3: On that note, man. Really, thank you. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you for coming yeah, through and blessing us. I'm super honored. Thank thank you. I, I <laughs> hate we you. Fun, you know? we yeah. hate to cut you off We could like go that. on hours now. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah but yeah. you know what? You know, you're know, you more than welcome, and we mm-hmm. invite you to the Four 420 seven. show. Yeah. If you could speak to the artists, if you want sure. to continue the message, please Hell come yeah. through. Right on. Like Podcast. Thank you. Oh,
2: yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. So, Rick signing out. Hectic One. Joe.
6: Chris 0LV Bago 74 So we're out